Details on any of these specials or events, call 402-463-8006. Southern Hills Golf Course, just southwest of Hastings, 402-463-8006. I'm a business owner, and we called Carney Creighton Block when we needed a new and inviting-looking driveway. We called Carney Creighton Block when we decided to do a fire pit and patio. You should be calling Carney Creighton Block and Christensen Concrete for all your concrete and masonry supplies. Let the professionals help you enhance the beauty and value of your home and business. Carney Creighton Block and Christensen Concrete Products, building generations one block at a time. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown Carney for a free estimate. The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. First and ten, they'll pitch it to Devin the left side. Preston pulls and gets a block. Devin follows the block. Devin gets into the end zone for an Elm Creek touchdown from 15 yards out. The third touchdown of the first half for Devin Walker. This afternoon, it's the Fort Kearney Conference tussle from Elm Creek as the Buffaloes battle the Overton Eagles. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Second and nine, and Ryan back to pass. He's got a man wide open down the middle of the football field. It's caught by Dietrich. Dietrich to the 25, the 20, steps out of the tackle and will go in for the touchdown. And chalk up a 49-yard touchdown pass. And the first points of the ball game belong to Overton. Both teams are off to 4-1 starts and have cruised to victories in the past two weeks. Today's winner stays atop of the district standings, with undefeated South Loop still on the horizon. It's the Eagles and Buffaloes coming up next, but first the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Doug Duda and Ryan Dahlgren live from Elk Creek right after this word with new Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation coverage of high school football. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren, our producer engineer, Merritt Lawson. We are at Elm Creek for uh, some football that hopefully we can get in before the rain comes. I've just checked uh, the latest to forecast here. It looks like maybe we're going to hold off for a little bit. We were talking 40, 50, 60% chances and worse after about 4 o'clock, and now Maybe we're talking closer to 5, 6 o'clock, depending on where you're at in the listening area. And uh, the field has uh, taken a little bit of a hit. It's always a beautiful field here, but when you've got a lot of moisture on it and you had no chance for it to dry up, it'll be interesting to see how the running backs can handle their footing here today. And you may see sometime along the line, Ryan, where you see a wide receiver heading downfield and the defensive back falls down or vice versa, and you get a big play out of it. Yeah, you see that occasionally where you're like, well, where did that guy go? Sometimes you're standing behind the uh – offensive or defensive line you can't see their 
guys just fall. It's it's going to be slick. The the weather conditions will play into effect. It was misting as we were coming into. Uh, Elm Creek here today, uh, but it's sort of cleared up, so we should see a little bit of that in and out. But like you said, the field positions will play into effect. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how these guys can hold on to the ball. Once that ball touches the grass, gets a little moisture on it, it always tends to get a little bit of slick. Uh, so the turnover game will be uh, something to keep the eye on, uh, both for Elm Creek and Overton. Uh, running the ball becomes harder. Throwing and catching the ball becomes harder when things get wet. So it'll be interesting to see how this game shapes out today. We'll hear from both of the coaches here, as always, in our pregame. But I think one thing to take a look at is both teams come into the football game at 4-1, and one, uh, but both teams probably lost the test that they had this season. Elm Creek opened the season with Kennesaw. Kennesaw has continued to roll uh, as they are undefeated on the young season at 5-0, and oh, not young anymore. We're into the second half. But Elm Creek then has four straight wins, those four wins over teams that have three total wins between them. And, of course, kind of the same story for uh, Overton. They had to make the long trip out to Hemingford. That was their loss and their four wins also against teams with three total victories. These guys are looking for a test. Are they good football teams? Are they really good football teams? Are they district contenders? They both have to play South Loop, who is the overwhelming favorite to win this. And South Loop, the next two weeks to end their regular season, will play Overton next week and then Elm Creek to end the regular season. And uh, whoever wins will stay on top of the districts and then have to beat South Loop. Yeah, absolutely. And not only are these teams trying to get a test here today, and both teams will be tested, uh, but both teams, this is a rivalry game, um, seven miles apart, Overton and Elm Creek. These, uh, both of these teams know each other well. Most of these guys probably know each other from elementary, if not preschool. Uh, so uh, there'll be some familiarity out on the field for both of these teams, and they're going to want to walk away with a dub, both of them. And it's homecoming as well for Elm Creek. This is their second afternoon game. In fact, it's been a while since Elm Creek's been at home. They don't have a whole lot of night. Uh, we were here three weeks ago when they took on Nebraska Christian and really pulled away early in the se- or late in the second quarter, and then we had the running clock for most of the second half but then they had the bye week and then the last two weeks have been on the road at Ravenna and at Amherst so it's been nearly one full month since they've even played a home game and uh, they only have the two night games now they were the two toughest teams to open with Kennesaw and to end with South Loop Uh, for the Eagles they've been back and forth of course that Hemingford game was a little bit early on in the day but overcast uh, nobody's gonna get the sun in their eyes today no, yeah, you shouldn't have to worry about uh, bringing out the hat, but maybe the poncho later on in the game will be broken out. Um, it's interesting that you bring up the fact that uh, the two road games that Elm Creek has had, this more or less, it's not a home game, obviously, for Overton, but only having to travel seven miles. Uh, both crowds will be big on both sides uh, of the field, and it'll be interesting to see how uh, both sides react uh, with this rivalry game. You want to know what the big difference is between playing in Overton and playing in Elm Creek? What's that? The train tracks are farther away here <laughs> at Elm Creek. So uh, you still hear the train but just not as prevalent as we're at Overton. Both beautiful facilities, and we'll see how it all plays out this afternoon. want to remind you that coming up later tonight here on ESPN 1460, Kearney Catholic will be at Minden, and on 1550, it'll be St. Cecilia and Sandy Creek. Adams Central will play Boone Central Newman Grove on 1230 AM KHAS, and on Classic Hits 98.9 FM tonight, Gibbon will be at Wood River, and all those games are also available online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. And that Gibbon Wood River game tonight will feature the Silver Anniversary 92 team that maybe was the best Wood River team of all time, going 11-1. and They did get beat by eventual state champion Battle Creek in the semifinals. But uh, Larry and Carol Frost, the coaches, uh, a lot of the players are expected to be back tonight. Wood River's winning some football games. That's a great rivalry. Ryan, there are so many rivalries on the 
docket for tonight. Maybe not necessarily going to be great games. I mean, Scotts Bluff's going to play Gehring and, and a lot of them around here. But uh, there's a lot of rivalry games tonight, and that always adds to the atmosphere. Yeah, adds a little flavor to these games, these rivalry games. And some of the games that are around the area that aren't even necessarily rivalry games, you could almost classify them as mini rivalry games with these districts, how they've played out. A lot of these teams that are playing tonight, since we're in full swing of district play, will know each other or should know each other very well. Uh, so we should see a lot of great action uh, here tonight on Friday. Well, let's see how it all plays out. We'll hear from the head coaches, Paul Husenfeld of Overton, Jace Doolin of Elm Creek, getting ready for the Eagles and Buffaloes. Stay with us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. Love afternoon football because it gives us a chance for a doubleheader and what a great matchup here this afternoon in the FKC district matchup. Overton taking on Elm Creek. Overton coach Paul Husenfeld joins us here and coach I guess uh, first question before we kind of talk about your season I think you're kind of looking to see where this football team is. You had that close loss to Hemingford. Really, the other opponents on your schedule you've handled very well. How anxious are you for this game to, to see if Overton is a more than just a playoff football team? Yeah, um, we kind of knew coming into this uh, year that uh, there was going to be two quality opponents from the year before that we were going to need to be able to take care of to find out uh, what kind of team we were. And, uh, Elm Creek's one of them, and South Loop was the other one. Um, so yeah, I think the kids are excited. I think we, we understand where we're at as a team, and I think we understand what we can do as a team. So um, it looks good. What uh, would you, Coach, what would you say about your football team so far this season? I mean, we're, we're more than halfway home, and, and the big games are here back-to-back, and they're both on the road. But uh, what have you found out about your football team through the first half of the year? Well, I think that uh, the biggest thing that I, I, we find out is that uh, these guys, uh, that are even uh, not playing or not starting. I mean, we have a lot of depth on our team. Right? We have kids that can step in there and do, uh, I'm not going to say just as good, but, you know, can get in there and fill in some time and, and give us enough to give guys breaks. And I think that's the biggest thing that helps us out throughout the, uh, the each of the games because a lot of teams can't do that, and we can just outlast them throughout a game because we have that ability to get kids in and give them rest and uh, be able to – finish out a game so yeah I, I they're a great group of kids um we fight a little injuries here and there just like everybody does but uh we have kids that are willing to jump in and, and not scared to play on on the team um, all the way from freshmen to uh, uh seniors so it, it's looking good and i like the way they're playing Paul Heusenfeld, Overton Head football coach, joining us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Coach, what did Hemingford expose or what did they do well that you've been working on here the last two weeks to get better? 
You know, I don't really know if they exposed anything except for uh, our ability not to travel uh, long distance. But, uh, yeah, we. I mean, we did. Uh, we we finally settled down in the second half. They only scored one touchdown that second half, and um, we just didn't get it driving uh, the way we wanted to on offense. But uh, starting quarterback kind of went out there, Braden Kaiser. But uh, yeah, I, it wasn't necessarily anything they exposed. It's just that uh, we needed to buckle down and and do our assignments, and we didn't do those. So um, I think from then on out, we made a pact that we you know we got to work together. Uh, we're not going to accomplish anything unless. Uh, uh, we worked together and we, we created as a team and, and not individuals. And, and they've came together since then. And I think they understand what they need to do now. Well, this Overton football team, uh, from looking at it here, you haven't had to really change a whole lot. Obviously, you're run-heavy oriented. You will throw it when you when you need to. Uh, your defense has been pretty solid. Has this group, and, and you got quite a few kids whose name uh, have been on the starting lineup for at least a couple of years here. Did you have to tweak anything coming into the year? Oh, I wouldn't really necessarily tweak anything, but uh, we we kind of put in a almost a whole new offense. But uh, based off of what we've done before, it didn't change a lot; just more blocking scheme. And uh, we we went heavy to a triple option look, and so that's what uh, people see now. And we kind of uh, we brought a guy in that uh, studied under the the Navy Academy and Georgia Tech and and those type of. Uh, uh, offenses and he brought it to us and and we've kind of just taken it with a big stride and added a few more formations and went with it so um you know to say that we've changed our style no but to say that we changed our offense yes defensively uh, we we've stuck with the same uh you know kind of bend no break defense and keep them in front of us and live to see another day and it's worked out really good for us we're talking with Overton coach uh, Paul Husenfeld. I guess, Coach, uh, why did you feel the change was necessary? Was it talent, or did you just like what they did? You know, uh, we ran option before, and I love option. I can't, you know, I've come from uh, southeast Nebraska where uh, Crete, we used to run it day in and day out, and I love it. And I, so I just wanted to uh, perfect it, really. Um, I thought it was a great idea, and with our kids, uh, sometimes we struggle with certain guys, and I thought if we can leave them, to make them have to make them make a decision that kind of takes them out of a play and and we can uh take advantage of that and so it uh, it's been working really well um besides one game and i you know we kind of perfect it from there so you talked about how kids from freshmen up to seniors have been contributing obviously the name that's leading you both offensively uh running the football and defensively in tackles is just a sophomore in a Ryan Lobby uh, tell the folks who haven't had a chance to see him play yet a little bit about him yeah, he's a he's a, a you know hard nosed kid. He's been that way since uh, junior high. I've, I've taught him all the way since flag football. Um, you know what a great kid. Uh, he he'll work hard, but you know he's also a humble kid. He knows that uh, he can't do anything without his offense line and the guys that are blocking in front of him. So um, anytime he gets frustrated, he doesn't get frustrated with the with the line. He gets frustrated with himself and trying to figure out what what works and doesn't work. And and that's where I I mean he's like good friends with uh, our linemen, um, and I think to have that uh, continuity in there and have that uh, teamwork in there is what makes him who he really is, um, he, and, and he's really grown knowing them and understanding what they got to do for him to do what, what he needs to do, so um, yeah, great talented kid on the defensive end, he just, he understands how to get to the ball um, 
does his assignment and he does it well and he's just great at tackling so when you're good at tackling that really helps you in our yeah. in our defense put you in the middle and go tackle people so, and a lot of these uh, yeah he's just a good kid and a lot of these returning starters are kind of up front or at the ends obviously uh, helping helping him do what he needs to do i guess before we run out of time here paul we better talk a little bit about elm creek uh, obviously uh they've kind of changed uh, in the backfield here uh from from what we saw earlier on what are you seeing from them as you get ready for the game today you know, I, I really, it's not a huge change of what they've done in the past. Um, it's not like he's changed a new offense or anything. Uh, pretty similar to what they've done. They're going to ground and pound you just like we do. Um, throw it in there when he has to. Uh, try play action. Get you on uh, big plays. And, and um, he's going to take advantage of the players that uh, have been working well for him. Uh, I know, I've, you know I've heard stories of walkers back, and, and that's fine either way. Um, to us, it doesn't matter who's back there. You know, we got a scheme. Um, and what we're going to do for them, uh, the Quintana kids, a, a dynamite receiver out there, um, and play safety well. So you know, nothing different. We're just going to um, see if we're more disciplined than they are, and uh, take advantage of situations that we can take advantage. And I think we do that. I think you're going to see uh, us prevail over uh, Elm Creek. All right, coach, should be a great one. Looking forward to seeing the Eagles this afternoon. As always, uh, thanks for the time. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. That's Overton head football coach Paul Husenfeld. We will catch up with Chase Doolin of Elm Creek getting ready for some Friday afternoon football here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll be back on ESPN right after this. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winterization is on Buzz's Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Buzz's Marine 5th and Central Kearney. Or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com slash trade. That's buzzesmarine.com slash trade. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show on ESPN Radio. Afternoon football. This one was already scheduled for the afternoon. A couple moved up because of the threat of the weather. Uh, and we are uh, pleased to be back in Elm Creek for another afternoon game against Overton. Chase Doolin, the head football coach of the Buffaloes, joins us, setting it 4-1 and one and have put together a nice little run since uh, the Kennesaw game at the start of the season. I guess let's go back. Uh, you played Nebraska Christian. That was actually the last time you played at home. Two road games and a bye week. So probably nice to be back home, Coach. Yeah, it is. It's kind of been a schedule where uh, we have been on the road, and it's kind of uh, when you get a home game with that much layoff, it's like kind of you got to re- remember what you got to do when you have your pregame warm up and when you're getting ready. It's a little different than on the road, but um, it's nice to be home. It's nice to play in front of our fans and uh, get that luxury. And it's homecoming week, so it should be a, a fun festival. Jace, uh, last time we saw you, you uh, had an outstanding first half, and some things have changed a little bit. Uh, I think maybe in talking with Coach Husenfeld over at Overton, both of you guys kind of really want to get tested in the football game today. The last couple of weeks, uh, Ravenna Amherst have struggled somewhat, and, and they've been easy wins. I suppose you want to see a little bit more about how your team's coming along. 
Yeah, and it's Overton's a good football team, and uh, they are a team that they're going to be ready and uh, showing up at the beginning of the game. Uh, like you said, it, our team we kind of we've been playing really good defense, but to see it against a team like Overton, uh, the first the first quarter is going to be a huge huge part of the game to see how much we've come along since the Kennesaw game and how well we have progressed. And that's kind of how we told them on our kids on Monday and how we've taken the week on is uh, this is a, this is a battle of two, four and one teams. And we're going into this game, uh, hoping to get better and uh, get a good start against Overton. We uh, chatted uh, and, and kind of joked a little bit before the interview. Uh, everybody wants to know what the story is on Devin Walker. You've kind of worked him back in a little bit this week. Uh, tell the folks uh, what you can. Uh, yeah, Devin, it was kind of a, it's been a roller coaster ride with him. With uh, he, he got uh, looked at by the trainer. Uh, went to New West, and uh, he had some ligament damage. We knew right away just from a knee test, uh, not any MRI, and they thought the ACL was uh, possible a ligament that was damaged. And uh, the MRI actually came back uh, some good news. It was his PCL. Um, so. It's kind of a two to three week uh, process, but Devin's a strong kid. Uh, he's a kid that uh, he's going to recover really quick just because his muscle toneness and how athletic he is. He he's a kid that the process has gone really well. Um, he's got a brace now that'll support that PCL, um, and he's had a decent week of practice. Uh, we've kind of implemented him, uh, progressed the whole week, and uh, hopefully today he has a uh, hopefully. He has a good practice uh, on Thursday and uh, Friday. We're just kind of the same thing, implement him into the game. It's he hasn't played for uh, now three weeks, uh, and it's one of those things that we want to get him to get a good feel of the game on Friday, and hopefully he jumps in there and there's no there's no dust on him, and he jumps in there just like the old Devin Walker and runs football runs the football like he knows he can. Talking with Chase Doolin, head football coach at Elm Creek. Uh, how did you like uh, how his replacements did? I know Anthony Quintana was in there. Uh, kids that played but just maybe got a few more snaps. Uh, yeah, both Anthony Quintana and uh, Jaden Ford both stepped up. Um, that's one position where we had a decent amount of depth. Anthony's uh, been running the running back position for four years, and, and Jaden stepping up this year, uh, being his first year after football. Um, both of them are very good athletes. Uh, we just kind of had to change a little thing. We ran a little more uh, flanker and split Anthony out with Jaden in there. And uh, and the nice thing with uh, another person that stepped up was Hans Robin at the fullback position. Um, we knew he'd, he'd be a kid that could play a lot, but his progression this year has really helped with Devin's injury uh, with the depth in our backfield. Well, let's take a look at uh, the opponent this afternoon in Overton. Uh, this looks like maybe something that we could have uh, seen on the field five, six, seven, eight years ago when both of the teams uh, were making deep runs in the playoffs and, and maybe uh, going into the semifinals would run through both Elm Creek and Overton if, if somebody was that good. Uh, what do you see out of these guys? Uh, tough line. Uh, tough team that's going to come up. They On defense, they're great tacklers. They're, they play assignment football really, really well. Um, very disciplined. They do their job. Um, they don't miss too many assignments on the defense. They uh, fill the gaps and they attack downhill. They're pretty aggressive. Um, offensively, uh, they like to run the football. They, they're going to run the dive option, and it's one of those things that they they uh, hop on their offensive lines backs. They're 
three up front guys are just probably the best offensive line we'll see all year. Um, it's probably one of the best offensive lines in the state. Uh, those three guys up front is who they kind of really piggyback on, and uh, it's one of those things that we're definitely going to have to stop the run and stop the dive and stop the uh, option after the dive. Uh, it's one. Of, it's a thing that they're really good at what they do, and they do little things, and they do them really well. Um, we just got to be assignment perfect on defense and run our technique to stop that option. What is it? Uh, is is that specifically the thing that uh, your team maybe hasn't seen this year? The option? Uh, uh, actually, we it's we it'll be nice to get back into it because <laughs> a lot of our teams have run the option. We're going to see the option for another couple weeks. Uh, first few first three weeks were all option. Kennesaw a little less, more dive and ISO, but. Uh, Nebraska Christian and Bertrand a little run option. But the last two weeks, we've seen spread formations. Um, I think the first comment I made in film on Monday was we definitely got to get back into our run technique mode on defense uh, and hitting the linemen and reading them and making sure that we're filling our gaps so that everybody's assignments are taken care of and we don't miss an assignment because uh, Overton's a team that if you do, they're going to make you pay and it'll be a touchdown. All right, Jace, uh, a little afternoon football should be fun. Sure appreciate, uh, as always, the time. Uh, looking forward to a good game. All right, appreciate it. That is the head football coach of the Elm Creek Buffaloes, Jace Doolin, and we will be back to Elm Creek with starting lineups right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show. It's time now to take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visiting Eagles of Overton. The center is number 51, 250-pound senior Drake Davenport. The guards are number 34, 230-pound senior Chevy Davenport. And number 56, 235-pound junior Skylar Brown. The ends are number 10, 145-pound senior Brendan Meyer. And number 31, 185-pound senior Dylan Smith. In the backfield, number four, 155-pound junior Caleb Moore, and the leading rusher for Overton at over 500 yards so far in the season is number 45, 170-pound sophomore in Ryan Lobby. The quarterback is number 25, 155-pound junior Braden Kaiser. The head coach of the Overton Eagles is Paul Husenfeld, assisted by Eric Ryan, Caleb Lemka, and Jake Jensen. Overton 4-1 and one with their lone loss coming out at Hemingford. They are listed as a contender in the Lincoln Journal-Star, just outside the rankings like Elm Creek is at 4-1, and one, and they will go at center. Number 63, 6'2", 295-pound senior, Darren Hunt. The guards are number 42, 5'10", 200-pound senior, Lathan Jonak. And number 50, 
210 pound senior Nate Fields. The ends for Elm Creek are number 12, 6'2, 215 pound senior Austin Geis. And number 21, 6'3, 165 pound senior Jerry Brummels. In the backfield, Devin Walker is a game time decision. He is your starting eye back. Now, whether he gets the first snap or not is up to be determined after missing the last couple of games. 5'9, 175 pound senior. Where's number 22? Also in the backfield will be number 8, 5'11", 200-pound senior Anthony Quintana. And if they need another back, the fullback is number 9, 5'10", 165-pound freshman in Hans Robbins. The quarterback of the Elm Creek Buffaloes is number 11, 6'185", pound junior Preston Walker. The head coach is Jace Doolin, assisted by Mark Stone, Zach Crowley, and Riley Sutherland. Elm Creek also 4-1, winning four straight after the season-opening loss to the Kennesaw Blue Devils. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And really some good football players on both sides of the ball out there. The good news is, as we take a look at our injury report, brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. You either got somebody that's just out or you got somebody that is just coming back. And for the Elm Creek Buffaloes, Blake Eggenberger is going to be out tonight. He suffered a concussion last time out. And, of course, we'll keep an eye on Devin Walker with the PCL injury. Uh, they are very thankful, as you heard the coach say, that it wasn't an ACL. It was a PCL. He will be wearing a brace. And uh, we'll see how he is able to play in the football game here today. On the other side, for the Overton Eagles, they will be missing the senior, Dylan Zaleski. He is out tonight as well. And that is the injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. So everybody's going to miss somebody, but uh, good news is for Elm Creek, Ryan Dahlgren, that uh, Devin Walker is going to be able to play tonight. Yeah, they definitely have to be pleased getting their leading rusher, even at only uh, playing three games of their five. He's still the leading rusher statistically with 422 yards on 51 carries, seven touchdowns. Uh, so certainly pleased to get... Uh, Devin Walker back on the other side of things. Uh, Overton, though, they've got a big offensive line. Elm Creek does as well. Interesting thing, as I was getting some statistics lined up, 705 pounds is the Elm Creek offensive line, of course, according to the uh, um, brochure the uh, were given. 715 for Overton. So these are some big offensive lines, uh, both sides of the ball. And it is homecoming again here as we are about ready to get some football underway. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Playing under the lights, afternoon game. It is a Fort Kearney Conference and district rivalry as the Elm Creek Buffaloes take on the Overton Eagles. And with homecoming, the marching band uh, strides out to the middle of the field, and as you look at the field here, and we'll talk about those conditions, uh, they are going to be a little slick. We saw some of the guys while they were practicing uh, needing to work on their footwork, and this isn't the big boys college and pro where you get six sets of spikes and cleats out there, so we'll keep an eye on that as well. Kickoff, Elm Creek and Overton right after this on ESPN Radio. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. 
Since 1902, Carrier has been inventing new ways to make people comfortable. And today, comfort can also mean efficiency. Because being more efficient with your home heating can mean spending less on it. And that's something everyone can get comfortable with. If you're ready for Carrier Comfort, now you can get cool cash rebates of up to $1,650 on a new system. Carrier, turn to the experts. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers and Carney at 308-236-6437 or Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Chally at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney And the Elm Creek Marching Band does a great job of knocking the national anthem out here this afternoon. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren, our producer engineer, Merritt Lawson, getting you ready for Elm Creek and Overton High School footballs. There's some other uh, games today. Uh, Elwood, uh, home game today against Red Cloud is an afternoon game. They moved the Kennesaw game up with McCool Junction getting ready to uh, kick off. We understand that the Fall City Sacred Heart brooding Davenport Shickley game, the biggest game in eight-man all year, not just today. They are playing this afternoon as well, and we should have some updates on that. So if you have a score from one of your games, be sure to call or text us, 308-646-0506, and we'll get your score on the Simonson Agency scoreboard throughout the afternoon and throughout the evening tonight. But it looks like we are ready to get things going with uh, Overton getting the football. Elm Creek won the toss. They deferred, and uh, Overton... Going to have to, in, in my mind, Ryan, get off to a good start here. I believe a lot of people think Elm Creek is the favorite. They're playing at home. It's homecoming, and uh, they want to have Overton. If you're Overton, come out and take a little thunder, get something done on this very first drive. Yeah, Elm Creek's got a lot to play for here. Being on the road two weeks, it always feels good to be uh, back in your uh, on your own home field. Uh, so Overton certainly want to get... Uh, out ahead early in this game, uh, and they've got the the capability to do it. It's going to be interesting. We're going to watch the uh, the trenches. Both teams got big offensive lines. Should be a good game. Caleb Moore, Kaiser back to receive the kick. It's a line drive kick. Excuse me, that's Lobby. He'll take it over his shoulder at the one. It's going to be returned to the left. He's got seam 15-20 towards the sideline. He tiptoes for about five more yards across the 25 to the 26-yard line, and that's where the Overton Eagles will start. Yeah, the return man there did a good job of getting space on the outside. Uh, Elm Creek was really barreling down hard uh, down the middle, so good job to get a few extra yards uh, on the edge. Always good uh, this time of the year. You really can tell some tendencies watching the huddle film and seeing what they do on just about every special team's play. So here we go, first down and 10. They will go with a slot to the left and lobby the fullback right behind, and Moore will circle around, take it. He does not follow Lobby through the hole. Instead, he cuts off the right side of his center and gets across the 30 to the 31. That's a gain of five on the play. It'll be second down and five. Good push there by uh, Drake Davenport and Skylar Brown. Uh, Nearly a pancake there, getting uh, much of those yards on that offensive line push. Caleb Moore carries it about half as much as Lobby does, but does have 311 yards on the season. Same setup, same motion from left to right. This time they'll just give it on the dive to Lobby. He's got the first down, dragging the defender with him, making the tackle that time is going to be Austin Geis, but it's a first down up to the 38-yard line. Uh, interesting to see Overton's formation. You heard uh, they like to run the option there. It's, uh, 
talk about Georgia Tech and Navy. They brought a coach in there. It's hard in eight-man, though, to really get a wishbone set like Georgia Tech would see, but Overton's doing a good job of creating a formation here uh, to run the option. A lot of it is just follow your block. You talked about the big guys they have up front, three-down linemen here. The slot this time more to the right. They'll send him in motion to the left. They hand it off to him, and he's into Elm Creek territory inside the 40 to the 38-yard line, a gain of four. It'll be second down and six. Nothing sexy about this one, Ryan. They just line up. They're going to run at you. They hope to pop the end open four or five times in the football game, but so far this Overton offense really doesn't look that much different than what we've seen for a decade. Yeah, absolutely. Just running the ball right up the middle, those uh, dive plays. We'll see a lot of those uh, on the option reads. Slot to the right this time is Moore. He'll stay there. Option, quarterback slips, and that is trying to run it to the outside. Kaiser lost his footing. He faked the pitch out there to Moore and fell down for about a yard. It'll be third down and a long five. We knew coming into this game the, uh, the weather was going to play into a factor in the first play. Uh, that we've really seen it come into factor. Kaiser was just trying to get the edge. Uh, and, you know, got to play on the outside foot on, on these uh, terrible field conditions. And it'll be uh, interesting if that continues, how that affects the play calling. So third down long. They will hand it to Moore off the right side, and he is going to trudge forward inside the 35, drag the defender with him, Jaden Ford, just close to the first down. He's going to be short. It is a gain of four, and it'll be fourth and one. Yeah, Jaden Ford did a good job of wrapping up there. Uh, Got a few extra yards Overton did, uh, but sometimes you'll see guys slip off those tackles, uh, and Ford did a really good job of wrapping up uh, and making sure he made the tackle. Fourth and a long one, and of course they're going to go Ford at the Elm Creek 33-yard line. Different looking formation stacked to the left side this time. They'll empty the backfield, pitch play to Lobby, gets the corner, has the first down, stays in bounds inside the 25, down to the 20, and steps out of bounds. At the 16-yard line, an 18-yard gain and a first down for Overton. Boy, what a run there by Lobby. He really runs well with his shoulder pads low to the ground. It's, he's going to be a hard, a difficult player to take down much of this game. You didn't, you don't see a, a play like they did there very often. I thought they were going to empty the backfield, but as Lobby took off, that's when they snapped the football, which was legal as long as he doesn't go forward, and he kind of got a half-step head start here. Now they put that slot to the right side on first and 10, just inside the 17. Option short side, and Kaiser nowhere to go. Coming through unblocked is going to be Luke McEwen to get the sack. McEwen really just barreling down there. You saw the Overton uh, defenders trying to get to the second level, but as they were making that push, uh, McEwen just slipped between the two uh, offensive linemen and was able to make a good play. So for the first time uh, behind the chains now for Overton, second down and long. Nine minutes to go here in the first quarter. This is the opening drive of the game. Second and 12, Overton at the Elm Creek, 19. It's all been on the ground. More in motion from right to left. They'll hand it to him. Nice hole. Now tries to find his way inside the 15 and runs into a wall of Buffaloes. He'll be brought down at the 14-yard line. Picks up five, and it'll be third down and seven. Well, you can't teach uh, following your blocks much better than that. Uh, of course, Moore just ran into some of his blockers because those Overton defenders flowing really well uh, to this near side where the ball was run. Uh, interesting. Uh, to see these runs early not being broke super far, but it's a good job by the Elm Creek defense. Braden Kaiser getting the play from the sideline. And, of course, this is two-down territory, so this play determines what they do if there is a fourth. Moore in motion to the right. They try to run that option, pitch it to Moore, and a nice job by Jaden Ford to wrap him up in open space, maybe lose a yard back towards the 15-yard line. It looked like he made the right decision. It looked like Ford had made the commit. But when they ran that option the first time and Kaiser slipped, 
He was being a little more sure-footed, so he didn't have the speed under him, and Ford was able to see him pull up and stick him for a loss of one. It'll be fourth down, and we'll call it nine at the 15. And this is probably throw it to the end zone time. Yeah, absolutely. You're not going to see these teams probably throw much this game, uh, except for when they have to. And, of course, fourth and long, uh, this is one of those downs. No different look, though. Slot to the right side. More in motion right to left. Kaiser trying to get back to pass. He's got no chance. It's the same young man, Luke McEwen, to drop him behind the line of scrimmage. And Elm Creek, with a couple of beautiful tackles by Luke McEwen, turns away Overton on their opening series. A loss all the way back to the 22-yard line of seven on the play, and Elm Creek will take over. Well, we were talking about how Elver, or Overton excuse me, wanted to start out this game fast, but Elm Creek on the flip side of that really wanted this. No big busted plays early uh, and on this first drive, doing a good job. So stopped on fourth, and it'll be at the 22-yard line of Elm Creek. And on the first play of the game, it's going to be the quarterback, Preston Walker, trying to take it himself to the outside near the sidelines, keeps his balance over the 30 and out to the 32-yard line. Again, very close to the first down. This will all be about the mark. And the head official, Jim Langan, says, looks like we're short. It's going to be a gain of nine for Preston Walker. Impressive, good, strong there, run there by Walker. Sometimes you see uh, quarterbacks shy away from contact. Uh, Walker wasn't shying away from that one. Now, Devin Walker is not the starter. Quintana is back in the backfield. Robinson, fullback, they give it to Quintana. He slips. He wanted to go to the right, and coming right through there for Overton was Martin. Martin made him change direction, and he fell down. No gain on the play, third and one. Uh, it's interesting. When you look at the field here from up in this press box, you can actually tell where the field is worn down. Uh, in both 30-yard lines, it seems that's where it's going to be the slickest, especially right in the center of the field where there's a little bit of uh, exposed dirt there. Uh, and that's just where uh, Elm Creek fell. And we've got a official's timeout here. Third down and one Elm Creek at their own 31-yard line. 0-0, 6.50 to go first quarter. Out of the power eye, they'll give it to Robbins, the fullback, and he is hit immediately by Martin and driven backwards. And it's going to be fourth down. And Elm Creek trots out the punt team, it looks like. Interesting to see. And not necessarily smart, really, uh, to play the field position battle. But you don't always see teams punt here uh, in eight-man. You know, field position is uh, vital. But sometimes playing on a shorter field, uh, you feel like you can make those chances. Well, Overton was facing second and one defensively. And... No gain, so it will be a punting situation, and Jaden Ford will boot it away, tries to knock it away from Overton's return man in Brendan Meyer, and it just pitches right there at the 18-yard line. So a 31-yard punt for the Elm Creek Buffaloes, and it'll be first down and 10 for Overton at their own 18. Each team has had it once, and we remain scoreless with 6.08 to go here in the first quarter. Uh, yeah, not super surprising to see both teams um, or neither team, should I say, score on these first drives. Both teams have good defenses. Um, so it'll be uh, interesting as this game goes along to see how it shapes out. Really, who can get that first score will have a huge advantage in this game. Elm Creek's so used to popping the speed with the walkers out there. Probably not as much speed on the Overton sideline. Moore in motion to the right. He follows his big fullback lobby, gets to the 20, and gets stacked up there as Elm Creek... Converges on the ball defensively for the gang tackle. Jaden Ford's in there. Off the bottom of the pile for Elm Creek is Darren Hunt. It's going to be a gain of two, second down and eight. 
that you touched on it. Uh, Overton, you would have to say, is the slower of the two teams. But sometimes uh, that's not the worst thing in the world, especially when you got linemen as big as Overton has. Now, granted, Elm Creek has big linemen on the other side as well. So they are trying to just pound it up there, over-the-nose tackle at Martin. More in motion almost every time. Now they go with a little counter to Lobby. He bounces off the first contact and rolls forward to about the 25-yard line. First man to get there was Alex Hubbard. And just about every time Overton has hit at the line of scrimmage, but they've been able to come forward for two or three more yards. It's going to be a gain of three. Yeah, you can tell the strength and conditioning this Overton team has. Uh, really strong, does a good job, uh, all of these Overton runners, of continually pumping their legs uh, to get in those extra yards. Third down and about three and a half here. Ball just short of the 25-yard line for Overton. Scoreless midway through the first. More in motion. They'll hand it to him from right to left, and he has hit in the backfield. Elm Creek is doing a great job fighting off blocks. Ford's in there again. Also in there is Jerry Brummels, and it's going to be a loss on the play and a punting situation here for Overton as they'll mark it at the 23-yard line, a loss of two. Elm Creek really excited. Of course, they've got a lot going on here today with homecoming, first home game in the, uh, two weeks, uh, but they were really excited to get that stop there and force this uh, punt. You're listening to High School Football on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. High punt backing up Preston Walker, takes it at the 20, has room, 25. It took a while to get down there. 30 has a hole. He's gone. He was just so patient. Preston Walker, and he might get flagged for taunting. Yep, there they all come out. He was waving goodbye because he was so far ahead of everybody. Kind of a Jarvis Redwine back in the 70s move, and it's going to be a 60-yard touchdown, but there will be a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct. But again, hey, I know in this day and age, you don't do it. But it's homecoming. It's your rival. You just busted one. You still don't do it. That's what the coach tells you. But uh, on the sideline, Elm Creek's happy they've got six on the board. Absolutely. It'll be interesting. Uh, we've seen a few, quite a few of these eight-man games come down to the point after tries. So this uh, 15 yards back... Actually, I believe it'll be assessed on the kickoff, so yeah. they'll still have good field position, or they'll still be on the three-yard line for this point after try. But PAT's a, a big deal uh, in eight-man. So a 60-yard punt return is our first five-points bank touchdown. Five-points bank of Carney, the better bank. And now, for the first time, Devin Walker's in as they go for two. Pitch play right side. Walker trying to follow his blocks, and he can't get there. Good job by Overton con- uh, to get him out of bounds. Brendan Meyer... Credited with the tackle, they actually had Karsten McCarter as the quarterback on the two-point play. 4-10 to go here in the first quarter. Elm Creek gets a 60-yard punt return. Buffaloes lead it 6-0 over Overton. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. At Apple Barrel Restaurant, located inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. And with high school sports, bands, and all the other activities we're running around taking care of, who's making dinner? Sap Brothers in Odessa says call them. They'll have the fried chicken ready to pick up and take home. Or stop in and take a break and enjoy great food. Still offering a great breakfast and lunch buffet every weekend. Make the short drive to Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sap Brothers Travel Center off I-80 Odessa. 
Doug Duda along with Ryan Dahlgren here for a rivalry doubleheader. Of course, one will be here on ESPN. One will be on Classic Hits 98.9, the games that I'm covering, because later tonight's Gibbonwood River. Uh, Ryan will be joining Randy Bushcutter here on ESPN for Carney Catholic Minden. Here's a short kick that bounces at the 30 and is picked up on the run, 35-40 by Brendan Meyer and into Elm Creek Territory. At the 35-yard line, the tackle made by the Buffaloes' Lane Gutzwiller. And great field position here, trying something different. That time was Elm Creek. Yeah, uh, special teams for both teams right now, giving um, giving some helpful, advantageous positions here. Of course, Elm Creek scoring on a touchdown. Overton would have loved to take this one to the house, but got great field position here uh, for their second drive. Again, it's not raining. It's more of a heavy, heavy mist. There are a couple of umbrellas out on the sidelines. First down and 10, double wing this time. Fake the fullback dive option, and boy, just being picked up and driven down is quarterback Braden Kaiser. He actually got lifted off of his feet. Walker and company over there, and is there a fumble? There is a fumble. There is a fumble, and that would be an interesting one to see. He would have had to lose it while he was in the air. That was the kind of tackle, Ryan, where you hit the ground and you would expect that that's where the ball came out. I did not see the ball squirt free, and Elm Creek takes over. Good explosive hit on the far side. Yeah, we we didn't have that uh, angle to see, but uh, Elm Creek fired up on the sideline. Elm Creek has it at their 34-yard line. First down and 10, and Walker is in as the running back. He's hitting the backfield and goes nowhere. He's just got good penetration both sides of the football. Whoever's been running it between the tackles, you are seeing a heck of a battle up front. The defensive lines right now are winning the battle against the offensive lines. No gains, second and two. Yeah, you got to imagine, we always talk about the field position or the field conditions uh, for the running backs, but the linemen have to deal with it as well. Uh, and we'll see how that continues this game. They want to pass. Preston Walker back, back, scrambling under some duress. Now gets away from three different guys, and he's got a man open at the 35-yard line, complete to Hans Robbins. A first down inside the 30 to the 29. The tackle is made by Trey Miner. 17 yards of the first pass play of the game for Elm Creek. Boy, and I'll tell you what, Preston Walker is an elusive quarterback. Uh, nearly uh, had two Overton defenders with hands on him, but just sl- simply slips out of that, gets uh, open, and... Uh, Throws a good pass. Actually, the first first down for Elm Creek up 6-0 on the punt return. Three minutes to go here in quarter number one. Preston Walker pitches to Devin left side, trying to get his footing. He'll come up the field for a couple of yards, and Kaiser is there to upend him at the 27, a gain of two. Overton defense doing a good job of flowing. Uh, you see a lot of linebackers and safeties. I mean, these guys are written as safeties uh, in the uh, brochure, in the uh, program, excuse me. Uh, but you'll see them come up to the line of scrimmage. It's almost like they got three li- down linemen uh, and five linebackers on some of these plays. Second down and eight at the 27-yard line. Power eye formation. They'll try the right side this time. It's Quintana. He tries to stiff arm more but goes nowhere and again slides down to the 25-yard line. A gain of two. It'll be third down and six. Yeah, neither of these teams are being fooled on any um, play action. I mean, we haven't really seen much play action, but any uh, counters any misdirection. All these teams, both Elm Creek and Overton, are doing a good job of staying home. 210 to go in the first. 6 nothing. Elm Creek on the 60-yard punt return from Preston Walker. Then Overton fumbles the very next play, and Elm Creek is at their 25-yard line. Third and six. Out of the eye, Preston Walker, hard count. They don't jump. He's back to pass. Throws it out here in the flat, and it is going to be caught. Nice catch into the hands there of Brummels. Inside the 20 to the 15-yard line, a gain of 10. 
And another Elm Creek first down. Yeah, it was we talked about how we wouldn't expect many passes, but uh, when you got a guy who can throw as well as Preston Walker, heck, why not throw the ball? And that had to be a great pass because it was actually well covered, sideline route, and it'll be first and 10 at the 15. Robbins in the backfield. They are going to put Quintana in the slot to the right. On first down and 10, Preston Walker draws back to pass, stumbles, looking right, fumbles the ball, got hit from behind, it's loose, and I think Overton's covered it. Overton has covered the football, the fumble recovery by Keen Martin, and he might have been the guy that actually knocked it free. You also had uh, Davenport back there, and so this drive will end in a fumble. Devin Walker uh, getting a lot of pressure here early. He tried to move up in the pocket, looked like he was about to take off and run, and as soon as he was you know, changing the football from the throwing position to more of the running position, uh, Overton just got a hand on it and popped it loose. Yeah, you don't have to get near as much of the football on a day like this to see it squeak out of there. So the teams exchange turnovers, and Overton will have it first and 10 at their own 15, trailing 6 to nothing. Moore in motion to the right. They want to throw. Kaiser wide open down the field. And almost a great one-handed catch out there, but it is incomplete to Brendan Meyer. And that's one of those where he didn't have anybody within 15 yards. You could have just thrown it underhand, and it looked like it was going to be a good throw. It just was a tick too high for Meyer. Yeah, and Meyer nearly made an amazing catch. Looked like he was going up for that Odell Beckham Jr. style one-handed catch. Of course, these weather conditions, you're going to need some really sticky gloves to have hold on to that ball. He would want to do that one again, Overton. He was just blown coverage defensively. Second down and 10. More in motion to the right. He'll follow Lobby. He's got to squeak through the hole at the 20, the 25 into the secondary. First down to the 27-yard line. And the tackle made by Robbins, I believe it is. And that's a nice run, especially after you had an incomplete first down play to get a nice run on second down. They pick up 12 yards. 12 yards, it'll be first and 10 at the 27. Moore's not a very tall back, so he does a good job of uh, getting behind his tall, big, strong uh, offensive lineman to gain a bigger run there. Moore has gotten the rock a whole lot more than Lobby so far, which I find a little strange. They're going to give it to Lobby on the fullback dive, and he just moves the pile to the 34-yard line. That's seven yards that looks like two, but he gets maybe six if they put his knee down a little quicker. Now we're going to say seven second in the long three coming up. Lobby, as we said earlier in the quarter, has uh, carried the ball twice as much as Moore. And on a day like this, the bigger fullback uh, probably handles these field conditions a little bit better. They list Lobby at 170 pounds and Moore at 155. So I guess not a drastic difference. But Lobby looks a lot bigger with those fullback pads on. Second and three. More left slot, motion right. They're going to give it to Lobby again. He's just going to drag him forward, and he is into Elm Creek territory at the 39-yard line. Lathan Jonak holds on to bring him down. That's going to be a gain of eight. Just as I was about to say, we haven't seen that option look for a while. Uh, we see an option keep right up the middle. Um, I believe Overton's kind of gone away from that because Kaiser slipped on the first uh, opening option play they ran uh, with this slick surface. Final seconds of quarter number one, 6 nothing. Overton trails after the 60-yard punt return by Preston Walker. Moore, right side, this time nowhere to go. He is wrapped up after about a yard. First guy in there, Preston Walker. And that'll be the final play of the first quarter after a gain of two, one and a half. Looks like a pretty decent spot. So that's going to wrap things up here for quarter number one. It moved right along on KXPN Carney and PlatteRiverPreps.com, a D1 district battle between a pair of 4-1 teams of the Fort Kearney Conference. It's Elm Creek 6 and over to nothing on ESPN.
This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. And welcome back to Elm Creek. Glad to have you along with us for some afternoon football. Second chance to be over here and uh, do an afternoon game. Of course, the last time that they were at home a month ago, uh, they beat Nebraska Christian 48-8. to uh, Their last home game will be in two weeks when undefeated South Loop uh, will be coming in. And, of course, South Loop's got to get through Overton next week and win their game tonight. But uh, these are the three teams that will be battling for the district title. 6 nothing in favor of Elm Creek. And uh, they did it with that 60-yard punt return. Really, Overton has controlled the game outside of that, Ryan. Yeah, Overton doing a good job of controlling time of possession here. Uh, but it's all for naught if you can't score. Overton's going to want to here on this drive. Second and eight at the Elm Creek 38-yard line. Pitch play lobby. They're going to take him outside for the first time. Jumps over a man, 30-25. Pushed out of bounds inside the 25 at the 23-yard line. A gain of 15 so a couple of times now, Lobby has been able to get outside. They ran him outside on a fourth and short for 18. Lobby now unofficially, six carries, 59 yards. And another Overton first down would be their fifth. Caleb Moore has carried the ball nine times for 31 yards. On the other side, Elm Creek has only ran the ball for a total of 13 yards. They've thrown for 27. Good block by Caleb Moore uh, on that last run play. And now for the first time, Overton's going to send out a wide out, split wide to the right, but they'll just hand it off up the middle anyway, and Lobby is going to drag a guy with it. They just can't get their footing to make a no-yard tackle. We had some of those early on, and getting the tackle that time is going to be Luke McEwen, and they were just, I think, going to use Dylan Smith now to get another guy out of the box defensively there and maybe open up some holes if you can get into that secondary, which they're doing. That is a gain of seven on the play, second and three. Yeah, you can tell Elm Creek's really loading the box, especially on that first pass play we th- saw Overton throw. Um, had a man deep wide because these guys are just so close to the line of scrimmage. On second and three, more in motion from right to left. They'll give it to Lobby again. This time, Elm Creek wins the battle. They'll meet him right at the line of scrimmage at the 15. Gang tackle him again. Good job by the uh, Buffaloes. Lathan Jonak in on the tackle. And, uh-oh, look out here. Elm Creek has Nate Fields hobbling over to the sideline. Looks like maybe he got stepped on. It's going to be a gain of one, third down and two. Overton uh, really pressing hard here. This is four down territory. You see that about any time you get on the opposing uh, team's side of the field. So on third and two, Lobby again. Breaks a tackle, has the first down. Inside the 10, dragging Buffaloes near the six-yard line. It'll be first and goal here for the Eagles. You always want to have momentum in any sports, uh, be it like your team having momentum. But this is a case where if you have the ball or you're a defender, you want to be running downhill when you're making the play because if you're stuck in the mud, uh, which quite literally could happen today, 
you're going to have a hard time stopping the guy who's got all the momentum carrying forward. You're prone to slip. Well, they were giving the ball to Moore very early in the football game, but now it's a steady dose of lobby, and it's first down and goal at the Elm Creek 7. They'll go out of a pistol formation this time. Kaiser, hands off, fakes it. There is nobody there to uh, even play action off of, and he'll just take it forward and get a nice gain, about half of what they need. Dives inside the six-yard line, or inside the five-yard line to the three. It'll be second and goal at the three. Yeah, I'm not sure who the back was, but a little miscommunication, you could say, from the Overton uh, team. The running back wanted to fake it on our near side, and the uh, faking man was on the far side, so no one there, but still ended up getting a a yard when you see those plays. Sometimes those blow up uh, in your face, but not the case here. Overton will send Brendan Meyer split out wide to the left. So Ford gets out of the box. He'd been making a lot of tackles. Stay out of that pistol again. Moore to the right. He's in motion. Going to be a pitch play from right to left. Moore trying to get to the corner, but he is not going to quite get there. Looks like Jaden Ford came off that wide receiver and was able to make the tackle at the one. It'll be third down. You see that a lot in eight-man. Not necessarily as much in 11-man, but you split a guy wide, send him in motion, and the only reason you send him in motion is give him that momentum to, uh, to really clothesline, sideline the uh, linebacker. Trying to tie it up third and goal Overton at the Elm Creek one. Hard count, long count, quarterback sneak and into the end zone and Overton touchdown for Braden Kaiser. 9.04 to go in the first and Overton has tied this ball game at six. An impressive 65-yard drive after the teams exchanged fumbles. Uh, Elm Creek was down to the 15, fumbled the football, Overton takes it, 65 to tie it. Yeah, nothing fancy there either and of course, you don't need anything fancy when you only got one or two yards to go, but uh, just trusting Braden Kaiser, uh, quarterback sneak, good play, call by Overton. And Overton will attempt the extra point kick. Tyson Ryle is the kicker. He's a left footer. Just got to make sure it's solid. Short one, and it is blocked, and he got hammered. But because it was blocked, it doesn't matter that he got hit into the extra point blocked by Luke McEwen. He's had three or four big defensive plays already. Our five points bank touchdown, a one-yard quarterback sneak by Braden Kaiser. 9.04 to go in the second quarter. Overton and Elm Creek tied at six. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. It's never too late for Endzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Endzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Endzone's wide application window, you can even add Endzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Endzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Endzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Endzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. Overton uh, teeing things up here as they get ready to boot it away after the one-yard run. They're over here looking at the right knee of Elm Creek's Nate Fields. Looks like he's got a wrap on that already. As we said, he hobbled off last time. A line drive kick. Elm Creek will pick it up at the 14-yard line. The up man that time is Austin Geis, trying to be a homecoming king today. He's going to get up across the 20 to the 25 
and they'll push him out of bounds just shy of the 30-yard line. We'll give him the 29. First down and 10 for the Buffaloes. Interesting uh, return formation there from uh, Elm Creek. Uh, a lot of times you'll see some ump backs. Uh, this time they had like a diamond formation deep back, and they had a majority of their guys deep. If Overton would have uh, you know, squibbed it a little bit, they may have had a shot. First down and 10, ball at their own 29-yard line, 6-6. Just under nine minutes to go in the first half here on ESPN Radio. Here's a counterplay to Walker, and he is going to be wrapped up. I don't know. Because of the field conditions, I think it's going to be tough for Devin Walker coming back off the injury as Chevy Davenport made the tackle. He just doesn't have the explosion. And then when you put that foot down and it slides a little bit, that's already that knee's giving. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they may not stick with Devin very long here this afternoon. It has not worked out. That's his third carry for two total yards. Yeah, if you, if you can get him going, he's a great guy. But uh, with these conditions, uh, it's a bit iffy here today. Second out and 10. Fake the handoff. What a throw. Down the middle. Looking for Geis. And he hauls it into the 25-20. 15-10. Touchdown, Elm Creek. 51 yards. And just like that, Elm Creek's back on top. Overton's defenders, their safeties, uh, got caught standing uh, there as the uh, Elm Creek receiver just sprinted by him. Great pass there by Preston Walker. Uh, On this rainy, uh, misting day, interesting to see so many passes thrown here early. But, hey, if it's working, don't go away from it. So that 51-yard pass covering the 51-yard drive, just two plays. And if they can't run it, they're going to go to the air. And Walker right now is 3-3 through the air. They'll go for two, spread it out, stack twins right and left. Walker looking, throws over the middle. Guys is wide open again, and the two-point conversion is good. So our five points bank touchdown, a 51-yard pass from Preston Walker to Austin Geis. Add the two-point conversion, 8-15 to go second quarter. Elm Creek, 14, and Overton, 6. Genetics First, Trade Second. With Aurora Cooperative, you can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre. Aurora Cooperative agronomists have been very active in the field, getting to know your hybrid choices this season, inside and out, so that they can be your trusted resource to help you make the right selections for your farm and your yields. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our unique early incentives, contact your local Aurora Cooperative agronomist today. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring, being involved in the community, and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Kennesaw, McCool Junction, second quarter. Kennesaw up 8 to nothing as Elm Creek boots it away. And this will be taken on the run at the 11-yard line. And they want to give it to Lobby, so they turn and hand it to him at the 20, and he'll bring it up to about the 23-yard line. Brendan Meyer came up and caught it, said, no, I don't want it. You take it. Yeah, that's like when you that's like when you're in uh, you know sixth grade and you're playing with eighth graders. No, here you take it. <laughs> I don't yeah, want this playing hot potato with the ball there. And you know those reverses are really effective. But Elm Creek was a little bit slow getting down uh, downfield on that uh, coverage, uh, and so they were you know clearly able to see that reverse in action. And so it wasn't as effective as you'd normally see a reverse on a kickoff. So first down and ten for Overton. They'll have it at the twenty-four yard line. 
Lobby, pitch play, right side, trying to get outside, and he will, 25-30, and they'll drag him down from behind near the first down marker. Jaden Ford, Preston Walker over there. Lobby is really starting to gain some momentum here after a slow start, and it wasn't because of him. It's because they just weren't giving him the ball, and that is a nine-yard carry. And again, a great block by Caleb Moore. Uh, basically blocked two guys. You know, when you push a guy into another guy and affect his uh, ability to run, and that's exactly what Caleb Moore did uh, there on that run. The smaller back out there getting in front of the bigger back and making some big blocks. Second down and one. Slot right is Moore. Lobby right behind his quarterback. Moore in motion. They'll give it to Lobby straight up the middle, and they just grab his jersey and pull him forward for the first down to the 36-yard line, a gain of about three on the play for Ryan. Let's take a look at our Simonson Agency scoreboard. Your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney. They've got you covered for home life and auto insurance. See them in Kearney in the strip mall just west of Apple Market. In six-man, Elwood is already up 37 to nothing over Red Cloud in the first quarter and the game of the day number one number two in d2 fall city sacred heart leads brooding davenport shickley six nothing at the half here's a handoff lobby straight ahead again he'll get four and be brought down right at midfield of course fall city sacred heart found a way to get a very late touchdown in the state semifinals last year against bds and went on and won the whole thing and memo to the nsaa when we re do the schedules. I believe they'll still both be in D2. Get them in different districts. Or maybe they love it and we get that game every year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, those teams are very familiar with each other, but, you know, both teams wanting it uh, and, you know, Fall City Sacred Heart just coming out on top last year. Second out and six at midfield. Kaiser wants to throw. Looks down the field into double coverage and it's off the fingertips of Brendan Meyer. Well covered there by Elm Creek as Quintana Robbins came over there to jump the route. But it actually got over his hands. Kaiser knows how to throw the football. But 0 of 2 through the air for Overton. 3 for 3 and a touchdown for Preston Walker at Elm Creek. 14 to 6 Buffaloes, 6.5 to go second quarter. Yeah, you can't really call it luck there as Quintana got his you know fingertips on the ball there. But yeah, Kaiser throws that a little bit further. And we might be looking at Overton 6 points. Again, good crowd on hand. Homecoming. Overton just down the road. They've filled the stands or... Uh, you don't want to sit on a wet seat, so they're standing along the fence. Third down and six yards to go after the incompletion. Motion to Moore, and he gets swallowed up by the big man, Darren Hunt. Feed the big guy. A loss of one. Yeah, as soon as Darren Hunt got his hands uh, on the running back, uh, you knew the running back wasn't getting away. Just wrapped both hands up and fell to the ground. A great play by Elm Creek. Darren Hunt, 6'2", 295 pounds. Caleb Moore, 155 that's exactly what it looked like. And we've got a whistle. Looks like Elm Creek. Short a man. Are we going to get a timeout? Looks like a timeout on the field brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It'll be a defensive timeout for Elm Creek because they didn't have enough guys out there. 6.01 to go in the first half. Buffaloes 14 and Overton 6. Farmers and ranchers are gearing up to get their crops out of the field, and sometimes they have to take the main roads to get there. You've probably gotten stuck behind one of those slow-moving orange triangles a time or two. Well, this fall, the Buffalo County Farm Bureau would like to remind everyone to slow down, be careful, and drive safely. These men and women are planting food for our tables. So next time you get stuck behind a farmer on the way to the field, just give him or her a wave. It's just food in progress. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. 
The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Second time that Overton will punt in the ball game. The last time Preston Walker returned it. Let's see where they kick this one. Trying to kick it out of bounds and get some distance on it. And they did. Uh, you kick it into the end zone, you get it at the 15. And this was also going to be marked right around the 15-yard line. Maybe the 14, a punt of 26. But more importantly there, Ryan, uh, no chance for Walker to return it. and They'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. Wise choice by the Overton punter uh, to get that ball. I'm sure he was instructed by his coach, of course. But get that ball away from Walker. You, you, you see an explosive player make an explosive play, and you don't want to give him the ability to do it again. Again, Elm Creek just three first downs, but they've got two big plays, a 60-yard punt return and a 51-yard touchdown pass to Austin Geis, and they lead it 14-6 to midway through the second quarter. Out of the eye formation, Devin Walker is in as the eye back, and they will run option right side, quarterback keep around the corner. Preston gets a block, stays in bounds to the 20, dances up close to the first down at the 23-yard line, a gain of nine. First down has been really, really good for Elm Creek. Two or three times they haven't been able to capitalize, but they've really been picking up good yards on first. Yeah, Overton defense doing a good job of putting their heels in. You know, uh, Coach talked about a bend-but-don't-break sort of defense. Well, they're not even bending some of these uh, drives that Elm Creek has had, not allowing, you know, first downs. So second down, we'll call it a long one at their own 23-yard line. Again, out of the power eye formation. Preston Walker gives to Devin. Hole off the left side, and that closes in a hurry when Lobby knocks him off his feet at the 25-yard line. A gain of two, but it moves the chains here for the Buffaloes. Yeah, and the reason that hole was so big there initially, Hans Robbins uh, did a good job of getting a pancake. Uh, but, uh, you know, Overton, uh, this ain't their first rodeo. They know how to get to the ball and get to the ball quick, and that's exactly what they did there. Don't forget, coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, first half stats. We'll give you some scores that are going on. And again, Elm Creek just took a little extra t- time there in the huddle. Let's see if it's a basic player, if they're throwing it. Ooh, almost fumbled the football, and Walker now is just going to keep it around the left end, get what he can. He'll stretch across the 30 to the 31-yard line. He's tackled there by Jacob Surridge. So we did a good job of getting what he could, and what he could was more than what we probably thought. He's going to pick up six. Yeah, it seemed like there was a little bit of confusion. He turned off to his right side, kind of looked around, and then, uh, brought it to our near side to the left. Uh, but yeah, Devin Walker, or excuse me, Preston Walker, an explosive quarterback, uh, able to make things happen when there's not a lot there. Saying out in four, staying out of the eye. Robbins, the fullback, counterplay Devin. Now he's got some room, 35 40, and he is going to be brought down in the secondary by Kaiser at the 20 36 yard line of Overton, a game of 13. Yeah, if you give Walker, uh, Devin, that is, a few steps to get going downhill, he's a hard back to stop. Uh, Fortunate, really, there for Overton to stop him on the sideline because you'll see him break those plays for uh, much more than what he did there. He actually just looked better once he touched the football. He got his first step a lot quicker. 14-6. to They'll go counter right side with Walker. Bounces off a man in the backfield. Davenport now gets into the secondary again. 30-25. Kaiser goes low to upend him inside the 20 at the 18-yard line. And it'll be first down and 10 again, and Walker is starting to get going. Yeah, it seems like Devin Walker used that first quarter to really warm up. 
Well, uh, no more warming up for Devin Walker. He is uh, He's hot right now. And now Overton getting in kind of a scary place. We were back and forth. It's been a close game. They actually were controlling the tempo. And now we're getting later in the second quarter. Plus, Elm Creek gets the ball to start the third. Pitch play, Devin Walker, left side. Gets another good seal block on the corner. Runs over a man at the 15, to the 10, to the 5. It'll be brought down short of the goal line. Boy, somebody got Ryan Lobby on a great block here on the edge. And another 17-yard run by Devin Walker. He has just went 13, 17, and 17 on three consecutive runs. Now, I could be wrong here, but I believe that was Devin Walker that sent Lobby. He's a big, strong running back, uh, sending another big, strong running back uh, flying. First and goal at the two. Staying out of this eye, Preston to Devin. They uh, sell out and get him at the line of scrimmage. All the big boys are in on that one. Martin, Skyler Brown. Uh, also, Lobby comes in there. No gain on the play. It'll be second and goal at the two. Uh, a little bit slower to get up there, Devin Walker was, but of course, when you have 715 pounds laying on you, uh, it can't feel too good. So does Coach Doolin try to get outside, or is he going to continue to pound the middle and hope to find the crease? Overton definitely sold out on first. Second and goal at the two. They'll take it left side. Staying on his feet, stretching but not getting into the end zone is going to be Walker. Give credit for the tackle to Caleb Moore. But he picked up a yard. It'll be third and goal at the one. Yeah, Hans Robbins was uh, fighting off, or excuse me, blocking off a defender there and just not able to move him out uh, too much, and Walker just ran into him. And Devin comes out of the ball game. Usually running backs have to have like one and a half toes uh, in the grave before they come out at the goal line. But they're going to put Robbins back there, put Quintana slot left. Will it be a quarterback sneak? Preston Walker, hard count, still hard count. Third and goal at the one, takes it, gives it Robbins. Robbins hit at the goal line, spins and gets in. Touchdown, Elm Creek. Yeah, good job of using that hard count. Uh, You know, a lot of people think the hard count's only used to get guys to jump offside, but when you use a hard count, the defense doesn't know when you're going to snap because you just keep, you know, hut, 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 and, you know, uh, good timing there by Elm Creek. All of the linemen were in sync there and got a good push, or at least a good enough push, uh, to get in for six. 66-yard drive all on the ground, a lot of it from Devin Walker, but then the two-point conversion by Robbins, and now Devin is back in for the two-point conversion here. They will fake the pitch. They want to throw to the right side. Guys, he's covered, so Walker will take off and go right up the middle, and Preston gets in for the two-point conversion. Boy, a good job of covering the wide receivers that went out. But then they lost containment in the middle, and it is a 16-point game with 2.14 to go in the first half of play. Elm Creek 22, Overton 6, our five-points bank touchdown, a one-yard run by Hans Robbins. At Apple Barrel Restaurant, located inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. And with high school sports, bands, and all the other activities we're running around taking care of, who's making dinner? Sap Brothers in Odessa says call them. They'll have the fried chicken ready to pick up and take home. Or stop in and take a break and enjoy great food. Still offering a great breakfast and lunch buffet every weekend. Make the short drive to Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sap Brothers Travel Center off I-80 Odessa. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Marketspace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. 
Gage Claybaugh tees it up here for Elm Creek, and he's going to boot this one a little deeper into the win, and it's going to be taken on a back up there at the six-yard line by Lobby up the field right in the middle, 10-15, and he's going to be hit quickly as he gets across the 15-yard line by number 15, Skylar Thaden. And so Overton has all of their timeouts and now really could uh, use some points. Obviously, you can always use points, Ryan, but considering uh, that we've seen back-to-back scores now and Elm Creek has turned the tide, they are controlling the game, plus they're going to get the ball to start the third quarter. All of a sudden, this goes from maybe a one-score game to a three-score game if Overton doesn't do anything here. Yeah, Overton really pressing, going to want to use all three of their timeouts most likely here on this last two-minute drill drive. Dylan Smith wide to the right. They're just going to pitch it to Lobby left side. He gets to the corner and is shoved out of bounds. That'll help stopping the clock as he crosses the 20. And I'll tell you what, we have not had a penalty flag outside of the unsportsmanlike conduct in this game. That's uh, either really good line play or they're letting him play a little bit, but I think we're getting really good line play. It's going to be a gain of seven on the play, second down and three. Yeah, Overton especially needs a score here with Elm Creek getting the ball coming out of halftime. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ball game to be played left, but this game could get out of hand quickly here on a homecoming game uh, for Elm Creek. Dylan Smith split out wide to the right. They'll go pistol this time with the quarterback, Kaiser. More in motion from left to right. Pitch play to more around the right side, but there's no block. And he is going to be hit at the 25-yard line out to the 26. He's going to pick up a couple, and a nice job. Lathan Jonak was right there waiting for him, and he makes the tackle. Yeah, I could see him licking his chops from up here. He knew you know, it was a one-on-one tackle, got a little help from one of his teammates, but uh, great play by Elm Creek. And we will see our first timeout used by the Overton Eagles. They will be facing a third down at about a yard. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 22-6 Elm Creek, 151 to go, second quarter. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to cover area high school sports throughout the year and to Athletic Director Corey Spatansky and, of course, Mitch Muma. you got to thank Mitch Muma. You come to Elm Creek, you, you thank Mitch Muma. That's all there is to it. Uh, we are 151 away from halftime. We'll look at the first half stats. Scores will update you on baseball as well. Right now your score is 22-6 to in favor of Elm Creek. Uh, they did it with two big plays and a nice long drive, and that actually had – Big plays, just not 60-yard punt return, 51-yard pass, but chewing up the uh, ground, Devin Walker playing for the first time since the Nebraska Christian game. And that afternoon, he had three touchdowns in the first half. Overton on third down and two now at their own 26-yard line. More in motion right to left, and there was motion. The left end stood up, and he was probably trying to get down the field after that timeout, and instead of third and one, Third and six, and that is just a killer. You kind of want to run something basic, get the first down, because now if you don't convert, Elms Creek's going to get the ball with time on the clock. That's a big one there. That's the first penalty of the game on Overton. Yeah, and coming at a very consequential time with only a minute and 50 left in the half, 
Uh, you know, it's a two-minute drill type offense. Overton really wants to get in the end zone, uh, needs to get in the end zone uh, to keep this game uh, close going into half. So now third and six, we get a different look. Nobody out wide. They bring him in tight and put more in the slot to the left side. Lobby behind Kaiser. Back to pass. Looking for more. He's open to the flat. Now a lot of room to run, and he hesitates. 25, Kaiser, 30, and he got out of bounds and got the first down. Boy, he hesitated. That gave the Elm Creek defensive back time to close in, but a nice run and way to finish it off there. Man-to-man coverage by Elm Creek, and that just allowed uh, Kaiser to have enough space as there were a lot of deep routes on that play or a lot of routes going to the left side of the field. Kaiser opts to run the ball here to the right side of the field and then makes uh, Walker, uh, the opposing quarterback, uh, miss. So a little quarterback-on-quarterback action there. 11 yards on the run, and that'll move the chains. First and 10 at their own 32. Trailing 22-6, Overton has Kaiser back to pass, throws to the end, and it is over the head of Dylan Smith, who was pretty well covered by Jaden Ford. Both quarterbacks have done a pretty good job of putting the ball in the vicinity on the hands. We've seen a couple of one-hand attempts because they're a little long. And still plenty of time left here with 1.38 to go, and Overton has two timeouts, but still not a completed pass for the Eagles. They're 0 for 3. Yeah, targeting Dylan Smith there, Kaiser did. Uh, it's his favorite target, 10 receptions, 172 yards, and 6 touchdowns, so an effective receiver. Brendan Meyer splits out wide left. Ford will go cover him. More in motion. Fake the handoff. They're looking to go sideline left. Oh, over the middle, and it is incomplete. Getting a lot of hand on that one was Austin Geis. I thought that they probably had the one-on-one coverage down the sideline with Brendan Meyer, but instead tried to go to the slant to Dylan Smith as they were playing zone outside of the, uh, I think Jane Ford cover anybody out here, and he probably can't. He's a quick young man. Yeah, Kaiser now really going to have to get something going here. A minute and 34 left here in this uh, second quarter. Uh, he's done a good job of leading the Overton offense so far today, uh, but he's going to need a little extra here uh, if Overton wants to get in the end zone. Wouldn't be surprised. They've ran lobby outside a couple of times. Let's see if they do that here. They will go with the wide out left, and right now they're going to put more all the way out, so twins to the left side on third down and 10, and they do pitch it to lobby. He gets to the corner, 35-40, first down. That play's been money for Overton, and it stops the clock with a minute 29 to go. A 13-yard gain on third and 10. Yeah, Coach Husenfeld doing a really good job uh, of playing or finding mismatches uh, in the Elm Creek defense, splitting two guys. Uh, knew those uh, safeties weren't as good tacklers. They hustle up to the line, first and 10. Kaiser wants to pass, has a lot of time. Now flush, rolls right, rolls right. He's just going to have to run out of bounds. And assisting him is Jonak. He picks up a little bit to about the 31, maybe the 32. It looks like the 31. That's five yards. It doesn't look like much, but he picks up five. And Overton, take a breath. They got a lot of time. They really hustled up to the line there. Don't make a mistake. You've got two timeouts. You got 117. You're already at the 31-yard line. You want to be efficient. But on a day like this, where the ball can slip through your hands quickly, don't go too quick. Yeah, they went 50 yards in about 50 seconds here. So they got plenty of time remaining to get in the end zone. Second down and five. Out of the pistol. Long count. Kaiser fakes the handoff. Rolls left, throws off his back foot. It's underthrown, and it's incomplete. But Jaden Ford reached back and grabbed Brendan Meyer, and we have flags for pass interference. That was an easy one. It's so tough when you're the defensive back, your back's to the ball, and then the ball's underthrown. You don't know that it's underthrown, and you just get tangled up. Yeah, nearly a really good play there by Ford. Um, just arriving a slightly early, but yeah, like we've said, uh, it's one of those cases where it's almost bad luck. 
Uh, but it happens within the flow of uh, nearly every football game. Both penalties have been major 15-yard penalties against Elm Creek. And, of course, that's a killer when you're playing six- or eight-man football. That's 15 yards on an 80-yard field instead of the 100-yard field. And the ball moves from the 31 down to the 16. One eleven to go in the first half, 22-6 Elm Creek. Overton on the move. They'll send more in motion. They can go back to their lineup. They fumble the snap, but it looks like they'll fall back on it. So what we've been talking about, slick conditions, and now that kind of throws things off because it's second down. The clock's running. I think they're just going to run the same play. On second down and 10, Kaiser looking right, throws it short behind Moore and incomplete. I don't know. When does when does Coach Eusenfeld just go, we can't complete a pass. Let's just keep giving it to Lobby. Third down and 10, and it gets harder to do once you get into the red zone. Good job at least at least stopping the clock uh, with that incomplete pass. However, they do have two timeouts left and only 50 seconds. You'd imagine they'd want to get those uh, used here, at least talk some things up, uh, draw something up here, maybe to get in the end zone. I always like when you don't have to use them because it means you know what you're calling out there and you've been practicing so well. But right now, let's see what happens on third down. Back to pass. Kaiser looking. Everybody's covered. He's going to have to take off and run. Now throws to the end zone and over the outstretched hand of Dylan Smith. And that was a clean throw. He got everybody biting on it in his fourth down. So Kaiser not able to complete a pass so far this game. Uh, he normally is a fairly efficient passer, at least completing half of, of his throws. But uh, so far, these rainy conditions uh, taking their toll on the receivers. And again, you kind of look at the competition that the teams have played and, and how maybe some of those stats have been affected a little bit. Kaiser had some room to run there. And considering it was incomplete, he might have been able to get about half of what they needed or more. Instead, it's fourth down and 10 at the 16-yard line of Elm Creek. Kaiser looks like they might be bringing pressure. Here they come up the middle, just throws it across. It's picked off, and Walker has just Devin to one man to beat. 35-40, 35-30. Kaiser, he isn't going to be able to get to him. Davenport trying to chase him. It's a pick six. And the pressure up the middle forced Kaiser to throw it before he wanted to, and not only did Overton not score, a disastrous pick six with 30 seconds to go. A 70-yard interception return for Devin Walker. What an athlete Devin Walker is, getting it done on the offensive side of the ball uh, here in the second quarter, now getting it done on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, But they always say big-time players make big-time plays, uh, and that was certainly a big one here for Elm Creek uh, nearly out of the second quarter. So they'll line up and a two-point conversion team, but you don't even, it's one of those things you don't even think about in the back of your head. You're thinking, gosh, we need to get a first down or a touchdown. Of course, as the quarterback, fourth down, you're going, well, I can't take a sack. And then that happens. Back to pass, Preston Walker. Flushed, rolls right, rolls right, trying to find Robbins. Now he tucks it up, and I don't think he'll get in there. They're, oh, they're going to give it to him. A gracious two-point conversion. Overton's Alex Hubbard. May have not got him on the ground. It looked like he hit him, and Preston might have been able to stay on top of him and stretch for the two-point conversion. Nonetheless, it's good. And just like against Nebraska Christian, the floodgates have opened here in the second quarter. It's Elm Creek 30, Overton 6, 29 seconds remains in the half. Our five points bank touchdown, a 70-yard interception return by Devin Walker. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. 
They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. A line drive kick by Elm Creek. Going to be taken out of midair at the 24-yard line by Dylan Smith. He'll get up to the 30 end of the 34-yard line before he's met very rudely by the special teams defense. Now what do you do? You are 0 of 6 through the air, 0 of 7 with the pick. You still got the two timeouts. You still got 25 seconds. You're down 30 to 6. I think you got to take a crack now. I mean, this isn't a one or two possession game anymore. And they will spread the field with three wideouts. Lobby in the backfield, presumably to block for Kaiser. Not much of a rush at all. Two-man rush, and they're just going to give it to Lobby. He'll run up the field and doesn't even attempt to get out of bounds. And they don't have to run another play. Well, they will call timeout. Lobby could have got out of bounds there but didn't, and it's a gain of five. It'll be second down and five. Lobby does have over 100 yards rushing here in the uh, first half of play, most of it in the second quarter. He did have a big run for 20 yards in the first quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 13 seconds remain in the first half. Elm Creek has scored 24 unanswered, and they lead it 30-6 to over the Eagles. Overton will be at their own 39-yard line. And we've watched Kaiser throw it. He can 30 yards, maybe. Uh, again, with the wet football, who knows? You try to overthrow it, it's just going to slide right out of your hands like that poor quarterback from Iowa last week. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised to see some trickery coming out uh, out of this timeout. You know, this is the time you'd, you'd really need to get in the end zone, down 24 points uh, when you were hoping, you were knocking on the door. Uh, Elm Creek inexplicably almost comes away with a touchdown there. Uh, so, yeah, you're definitely going to want to shoot this one downfield. Now you're playing prevent defense, so it's going to be hard to sneak anything by you, but probably two plays left. You can run anything you want here. You still have a timeout, and it is second down. Two, max three plays remaining. Just one wide out to the left. More in the slot right. Play fake lobby. Looking, looking. Got all kinds. He's going to dump it to lobby. He'll get what he can get, 35-30, and sprints out of bounds right there, stopping the clock with six seconds to go, and it is a first down. It's going to be a gain of 10 on the play, and that is the first completed pass of the first half for the Overton Eagles. Yeah, you better believe Coach Husenfeld was saying, hey, Lobby, get out of bounds if you get on the sideline. I had to chuckle a little bit. It might be one of those pride things. You know, Lobby's a big, strong runner. He's, he's not often going to go out of bounds willingly. He's going to make someone else hurt, but that's the case where you have to get out of bounds. Will they try and run a quick play here? Or will they chuck it to the end zone? Twins right, single left, Lobby in the backfield next to Kaiser. And Lobby goes into the pass pattern. Under some pressure, Kaiser scrambles. Kaiser sacked. We are at halftime. Overton did not get a timeout called to run one more play, and that is going to be it. Just getting back to the line of scrimmage, and you can tell on the body language 
how uh, things have changed here. Uh, Kaiser really slow walking back over to the sideline, head down. This was 6-6 in this football game uh, early in the second quarter after Braden Kaiser took it in from one yard out. And then three straight touchdowns and two-point conversions to really account for another touchdown when you do it that way. And it is 30-6 at the half. Elm Creek is leading uh, against Overton. Homecoming and things going well since that opening night of the season for the Buffaloes. Yeah, the Buffaloes really got to be happy. Overton uh, going to be one of talking things over, uh, maybe make some different adjustments. But, uh, you know, this playing field, this playing surface, we talked about it uh, coming into the game. We've talked about it through the game. Uh, you know, the, the rain gates have not come open yet, um, but this field is still slick, and you, we, we've talked about it and we've seen it. Uh, it's playing into a factor into this game, so it'll be interesting to see what adjustments both, both coaches make coming out of halftime. Well, I think, uh, and we can talk about this as the game progresses, and it's going to be hard to do now, down 24, and Elm Creek will get the ball to start the third quarter. But I'm sure over here, Coach Husenfeld and Coach Ryan and his guys are going, we should have just kept it on the ground because Ryan Lobby has had a very good first half of play. Caleb Moore, they kind of fed him early, and so they have to respect him in the football game, and they have had success on the ground. But once you fall behind, you figure, well, once in a while we do got to try a play-action pass. Once in a while we've got to do this. And then you end up with two big plays from Elm Creek. They've got a punt return for a touchdown and an interception return for a touchdown. So it's not like their defense is playing bad. You take those 14 off the board, and uh, you've got yourselves a ball game right now. But you can't do that. So offense, defense, and special teams have all scored for Elm Creek here in the first half. And they lead it by a score of 30-6 to on homecoming against Overton. You are listening to Friday Afternoon Football on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. Fall sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460-1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. Along with a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you know we have your team covered. All this at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Kaiser looks like they might be bringing pressure. Here they come up the middle, just throws it across. It's picked off, and Walker has just Devin to one man to beat. 35-40, 35-30. Kaiser, he isn't going to be able to get to him. Davenport trying to chase him. It's a pick six. And that is how the half ended on fourth down and 10 at the Elm Creek 16. Overton, uh, Kaiser, finding pressure in his face, tried to find uh, the underneath man, and it was a short to Brendan Meyer, picked off by Walker, and he weaved his way back up the field for a 70-yard interception return to make the score 30-6 to here at halftime. And it is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. 
Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Let's go ahead and take a look at what else is going on in the world of sports. Doug Duda along with Ryan Dahlgren in Major League Baseball. Houston is thumping Boston again. 8-1, to one. the Astros lead the Red Sox in the bottom of the seventh and just about ready to throw out the first pitch, the Indians hosting the Yankees. Tonight at 6.30, the Cubs are at Washington and 9.30 start time for the Dodgers taking on Arizona. Of course, a little volleyball at home tonight for UNK, 6 o'clock. Uh, they will be in action against Northwest Missouri. They're home tomorrow at 7. Hastings College and the Huskers volleyball teams are on the road tomorrow. And Saturday football, of course, the one we've been waiting for, Nebraska-Wisconsin. Uh, do the Huskers still have a lot to play for after tomorrow, or will it be kind of demoralizing? 2 o'clock pregame, kick o'clock, kickoff at 7 o'clock on the Breeze, 94.5. UNK is home tomorrow against Central Missouri at 2, and Hastings College is hosting Briarcliff tomorrow at 1, and that can be heard on 1230 a.m., K-H-A-S. Some of the scores on our Simonson Agency scoreboard. There are a few afternoon games going on today. In six-man at the half, Walt Hill leads Hartland Lutheran 26-7, and Elwood taking care of Red Cloud 57 to nothing In the fourth quarter, Bruning Davenport Shickley 8, Fall City Sacred Heart 6 in Fall City. The game of the year in eight-man football, number one versus number two, a rematch of the semifinals. And it's just as low scoring. And, Ryan, you just don't see a lot of low scoring games in eight-man football, but they are so, so good. And the difference there so far, the two-point conversion, BDS leading it 8-6. to six. Yeah, so often uh, in eight-man football, uh, just one player can tilt um, a game or a score uh, because there's just so many, so fewer of players on the field. But like you said, uh, that Bruning Davenport Shickley uh, Fall City Sacred Heart game is just, I, I mean, that's when you know you have two really good teams. When that scoreboard or that score is so close, that's when you know you've got the premier teams. And of course, ranked number one and number two in D2, you'd expect nothing less. Probably see a rematch a little bit later on in the playoffs, but they are in the fourth quarter, eight to six, Bruning Davenport Shickley. Also today, Kennesaw is cruising at the half, leading McCool Junction by a score of 46 to nothing. And then, of course, here it's 30 to 6, Elm Creek leading Overton. Uh, in Class A tonight in the area, Carney High will try to get to 7 and 0 as they host Papillion La Vista. And Grand Island will be welcoming in Lincoln Pius the 10th. Kind of a tough one for Grand Island last week. They let one get away two weeks ago against Omaha North and then lost to Millard South. Uh, last week in Class B, number three, York's at number nine, Aurora. Hastings is at number five, McCook. Holdridge is at Lexington. And Seward is at Grand Island Northwest. In C1 tonight, following us here at 6.30 pregame, kickoff seven on ESPN 1460. Carney Catholic is at Minden. And on 12.30 a.m., KHAS, Adams Central is at Boone Central, Newman Grove. Ogallala's at Broken Bow. Cozad's at Gothenburg. Grand Island Central Catholic is at Columbus Lakeview. In Class C2, on Classic Hits 98.9 tonight, Gibbon is at Wood River, and on ESPN 1550, Sandy Creek is at Hastings St. Cecilia. Arcadia Loop City is at Twin River. Sutton is at Central City. St. Paul is at Centura. 
and Southern Valley is at Donovan Trumbull. Cross County is at Fillmore Central. Other D1 games tonight, Bertrand's at Alma. South Loop is at Amherst. Southwest is at Cambridge. Franklin is at Thayer Central. High Plains is at Nebraska Christian. And Palmer is at East Butler. And in D2, Sandhill Steadford's at Anselmo Myrna. Twin Loop at Ansley Litchfield. Another big game in the area, Blue Hill at Giltner. Central Valley is at Nebraska Lutheran. Juanita Palisade is at Eustis Farnham. Lawrence Nelson is at Shelton. Pleasanton is at SEM this afternoon. And Loomis is playing at Hitchcock County last night. Fullerton beat Cedar Bluffs 58-8. And that's a look at some of the scores on the Simonson Agency scoreboard. Simonson Agency in Kearney, your farmer's insurance agent, located in the strip mall west of Apple Market. 30-6, Elm Creek leading Overton. They scored 24 straight here in the second quarter. We'll look at some of the first-half stats right after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. At Apple Barrel Restaurant, located inside Sap Brothers in Odessa, we have this thing some like to obsess a little about. It's called customer service and quality. And with high school sports, bands, and all the other activities we're running around taking care of, who's making dinner? Sap Brothers in Odessa says call them. They'll have the fried chicken ready to pick up and take home. Or stop in and take a break and enjoy great food. Still offering a great breakfast and lunch buffet every weekend. Make the short drive to Apple Barrel Restaurant inside Sap Brothers Travel Center off I-80 Odessa. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Here from Elm Creek, halftime of this District D1 battle between two Luplat Conference rivals. And the score is Elm Creek 30 and Overton 6. But when we get to reading off the stats here, I don't have time of possession, but Overton has had the ball, it seems like, two-thirds of the first half, and they're down 24 points, Ryan. Well, yeah, when you got uh, guys like the Walkers, both Preston and Devin, Devin getting it done you know, on the defensive side of the ball. He's a great defensive player, uh, but normally you'd think you know, he's getting it done with his legs on the offense, but he hasn't really got going, although Preston Walker's done a great job of throwing the ball uh, so far here early today. Uh, on the flip side of things, Overton, you know, they get drives going. They do a good job on first and 10, um, but Elm Creek really does a good job of, uh, you know, pinning their ears back when they know they can't give up any big plays. Uh, and like we said, Devin Walker uh, with a huge pick six that really, really um, boosted momentum in Elm Creek's favor because even though it was a 24 uh, to six ball game, uh, you know, momentum hadn't swung too far uh, either way. Uh, but, you know, you got to think Elm Creek here on homecoming is going to be fired up coming out uh, of halftime. Uh, on the flip side of things, though, Overton, you know, being seven miles apart, this town, these towns know each other extremely well. Uh, and, and Overton's not counting anything out right now. Overton uh, is going to come out of the second half fired up. Uh, you know they will because, you know, this means bragging rights for a whole year or at least until basketball season. Uh, and, you know, they're not going to let that one slide easy. Well, we will take a look at the first half stats for you right here uh, on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. And we will start with the uh, visiting Overton Eagles trailing here at the half by a score of a 30-6. to six. And first off, Ryan Lobby, who has been their leading rusher all season long, 16 carries. He has 115 yards in this football game. 
And then you slide on down to uh, Caleb Moore, who saw the bulk of his carries in the first quarter, 11 carries for 35 yards. Quarterback Braden Kaiser, 10 carries, 13 yards, the only touchdown he was sacked once in the football game. So Overton has run the ball 37 times in the first half. That's a game. That is a game. Uh, And they have run it 37 times in the first half for 163 yards. Through the passing game, though, Kaiser, one of eight, one interception, which was returned for a touchdown for 10 yards. So 10 through the air, 163 on the ground, 173 yards of total offense, 11 first downs for Overton in the first half. They've punted it twice for an average of 31 yards, and the first punt was returned for a touchdown. They also have two turnovers in the in the football game and one penalty for five yards. For Elm Creek, Devin Walker returning for the first time since they were home three weeks ago against Nebraska Christian, or four weeks ago, I guess, a bye, away, away, and now back home. Nine carries, 52 yards for Devin Walker, and he did a lot of that on uh, their last offensive scoring drive, had a 13, a 17, and a 17-yard run. So a big bulk of that 52 coming on those three carries. Hans Robbins, one or two carries, one yard, and a touchdown. Anthony Quintana, one carry, two yards. Quarterback Preston Walker, three carries, 24 yards. 15 carries, 79 yards for Elm Creek. Through the air, Walker is three of three. He has one touchdown, no interceptions, 78 yards through the air, 79 on the ground. That's 157 yards of total offense, eight first downs. Punted it once for 31 yards, two penalties for 30 yards and no turnovers, and Elm Creek leads it 30-6. to six. You read those stats, it's not a 30-6 to six ball game, but when you bring in the pick six, you bring in the punt return. Again, Overton just seemed like they were controlling this football game. I wonder what the Elm Creek Buffaloes are thinking over there, Ryan, because uh, they've run a total of 18 plays compared to 45 plays for Overton. Wow, that is an incredible statistic, and you, you have to imagine the Elm Creek uh, coaches are saying, hey, guys, we need to keep this ball, or we need to have the ball a little bit more this game because Overton's dominated, but you can't ever be too upset when you're up by 24 points. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what adjustments Elm Creek comes out and makes if they try to you know, keep the ball on the ground a lot more, uh, you know, three, four yards to keep that clock running. Well, each team uh, had to give it up the first time that they had the football. The second time that Overton punted or had the ball, they punted in a 60-yard punt return by Preston Walker. Made it 6 to nothing as the two-point conversion was no good. Both teams then exchanged fumbles. Overton fumbled at the Elm Creek 34-yard line, and then Keen Martin recovered a fumble at the Overton 15 when Elm Creek was starting to get things turned around, and they marched 65 yards, capped by the one-yard quarterback sneak by Braden Kaiser. McEwen blocked the extra point kick, 9 4 to go in the second quarter. It's 6-6, but then just two plays later, a 51-yard touchdown pass from Preston Walker to Austin Geis. Then the two hooked up on the two-point pass, 8-15 to go in the second quarter. It's 14-6 in favor of Elm Creek. A one-yard run by Hans Robbins completed a 66-yard drive. Preston Walker ran it in for two, 2-14 to go in the half, 22-6. Overton then moves the ball down on what you figure is the last drive of the first half, but then faced a fourth and 10 at the 16-yard line of Elm Creek. And as we said, Elm Creek brought pressure, uh, blitzed, and it forced Kaiser to get rid of the ball too quick, and it went right into the hands of Devin Walker, who returned it 70 yards for a touchdown. And they added the two-point run, 
And that was with 29 seconds to go in the half, and that's where we are at right now. It is Elm Creek 30 and Overton 6. So uh, Elm Creek gets the ball. Obviously, Overton's got to come up with a stop. If they don't, uh, this thing could snowball in a hurry up by 24. Yeah, Overton's really going to be pressing, but the thing is, this is a long game. Now, both teams are going to keep it on the ground, so the clock will be running or should be running much uh, of the second half. Uh, but, you know, Overton is not out of this game by any stretch of the imagination. Crazier comebacks have happened. Crazier comebacks will continue to happen. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something uh, today. If Kaiser starts hitting his receivers, uh, if that offensive line starts getting a good push, Overton could quickly find themselves back in this ballgame. I want to see what Overton, if they do not allow, if Elm Creek doesn't score on their first drive, what Overton decides to do. Because, as we said, running the football ran, or will they panic and go to the air and try to get back into the ball game quickly. Now, they are going to have to complete some passes in the second half, but their defense is as important as their offense because their offense has been successful. They just haven't got on the board more than the one time. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. Daniel the deer danced everywhere. He pranced through fields and jigged through rivers. Then he saw it. What a stage. A place no deer had dared dance before. The hood of a brand new car. Hey, my car. And the car was covered thanks to Farmer's Insurance. Deer Dance Floor, December 1st, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 this is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. Time now to take a look at our field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success, and the rain has made the field slick, and the more they play on it, the more it's going to get chewed up and the more opportunity there is to just slide down or fall down from a bad spot on the field and we saw that happen three or four times we saw the ball on the ground a couple of times because of the wet field conditions so really for the first time this year we've had some of those lightning delays but for the first time this year field conditions on a game that we broadcast uh, have come into play and will continue to come into play yeah both teams though have to be happy that the floodgate hasn't opened up yet because it is supposed to rain uh, later on in tonight and you it was zip too- it you don't talk about <laughs> things like that and so uh, both teams, yeah, have to be happy that it's, ju- I mean, it's misting. There is precipitation, but it's very, very light. Uh, but it will play into a factor uh, here in the second half. We saw guys fall down early. Uh, we'll see if, they're, if they've uh, made their changes, adjustments they need to uh, in order not to fall, uh, planning on the outside foot. Looks like the rain, somewhere between 7 and 8 chances pick up. As Overton kicks it away, Preston Walker will retreat, take it at his 7-yard line. He's got to see him again, follows his blocks to the 15, the 20, 25, and they stand him up there. And the tackle is made by two, three different players here for the uh, Overton Eagles, led by Dylan Smith. Also in there was Caleb Moore. So first down and 10 
at the 26-yard line of Elm Creek. Yeah, and Smith, if Smith wouldn't have done a good job of uh, corralling Walker there, Walker could have been gone after a good spin move, uh, but gave enough time for the rest of the uh, uh, kickoff team to get there. First down and 10. Again, Devin Walker playing more as the game goes along. They're going to hand it off to the fullback this time. Robbins, he finds a crease across the 30 to the 35, and he'll be tackled out of bounds at the 36-yard line, and that's enough for a first down. Make it the 37, a gain of 11. Braden Kaiser there in on that tackle. Uh, you know, he's the safeties. You don't, you never really want to see your safety making tackles because he's the furthest one, you know, sort of the safety net. But uh, good job by Kaiser to flow uh, and eliminate the really big play that could have been. That's just the third carry of the game for Robbins. He did have a touchdown earlier. First and 10 at their own 37. This time it's a counter. The ball is fumbled. Preston trying to get on it, and he does, but it'll be a big loss as covering him up is Jacob Surridge of Overton. I think he might have, on the play fake, hit the hip of Devon and Preston had to go back and try and scoop it up a loss of seven. It'll be second and 17 at their own 30. Yeah, Coach Doolin on the sideline might have had a heart attack there. A lot of times you tell your quarterback just to fall on the ball, and uh, uh, Walker was kind of trying to scoop it up and maybe make something out of it. Uh, fortunate to fall on it. Overton just didn't have any penetration to go cover that one on second down. They want to throw the ball. Preston out of the pocket, lobs it out here in the flat, and it is knocked out of the hands of Robbins. Boy, he had it, but Lobby hit him hard enough that it dislodged the ball at the 37-yard line of Overton. and It'll bring up third down and 17. So Lobby uh, doing a lot on offense and doing a lot on defense as well. Just a sophomore, but uh, really knows football, uh, and he's showing it here uh, in this ballgame. That was the first incomplete pass, and it was on the hands there. Just a nice shot. It'll bring up third down and long, and they'll spread it out four wide again. Overton needing to get a stop to get off to a good start here in the second half. It's a quarterback draw. Preston Walker is going to get to the 35, out to the 37. He's going to get seven yards on the play. And I'll tell you what, when you don't have the middle linebacker in an eight-man game, they've got them all spread out. Give credit to the tackle made by Chevy Davenport. He had to hold on for dear life because if he gets by Chevy clean, they had taken those four wideouts to the sideline. There was all kinds of room for Preston to run. Yeah, Davenport got to be happy that uh, Jersey's not as slick as footballs because he <laughs> just got him by a Jersey. So, fourth and ten at the 37, and Jaden Ford to punt it away for just the second time. High kick, but a very short kick. Fair catch called, four balls fumbled by Overton, and they fall on it at the 20-yard line. On the dead sprint that time was Meyer, and he is able to go jump on the football and avoid the turnover. Brendan was sprinting, trying to catch that greased pig, and it'll be first down and 10 at the 20. Uh, yeah, and occasionally you'll hear teams, uh, I know at least for my high school team, Peter was the call, but when those balls are uh, hard to catch into the sideline, usually you want to get your guys away from it so you don't have a muffed uh, opportunity there. Uh, but good job by Overton to fall on it even after uh, a near uh, devastating loss. About a 29-yard punt, and Overton will take over for the first time in the second half. 10-10 to go in the third. It's 30-6 to Elm Creek, but Overton has all the plays in the game offensively. It's the big ones for Elm Creek, and they'll keep it on the ground just like they did to start the game. Moore will follow his lead blocker, Lobby, out to the 26-yard line, a gain of five. So good opening uh, play here in the second half for Overton. Uh, anytime you get positive yards, it's good, especially when you get halfway to the, the uh, first down marker. I like it. Uh, if I'm Overton, just stay efficient. Uh, kind of run a semi-hurry-up offense. Uh, they only have a base of about maybe five, six plays that they're running anyway. And stay with it. See if you can get this first drive on the ground down the field. They will send a man out wide to the right and more. 
Will come in motion from left to right. Up the middle of the field. First down and more. 30-35-40. Gets into Elm Creek territory before he's tripped up by Ford at the 39. A gain of 15. And just like in the uh, first quarter of the first half, Caleb Moore getting the uh, carries. Well, it's first... uh, for the third quarter here in the second half, Caleb Moore getting a lot of these carries. Uh, an explosive back when you leave him space, but uh, that time squeezing through some linebackers and uh, defensive linemen. By the way, uh, Nate Fields, who they had been looking at his knee, has come into the ball game here. He comes off for this play, but he's back playing. First and 10 at the Elm Creek, 39. Again, Moore following Lobby, tries to get low, but they get him this time. After about a gain of one, the ball may have squirted loose, but after the play and once again, Elm Creek's Luke McEwen is in there on the tackle. He's had a couple tackles for loss and a block extra point so far in the game. A gain of one, second and nine. Overton really fortunate to even get a yard there. There was a wall of uh, Buffalo uh, just standing there. Uh, so Elm Creek now resilient here. We'll see if they keep it up. Second down and nine. With 8.30 to go in the third, 30-6 to six Elm Creek, but you just got a feeling that Overton's going to put some points on the board. More out of the slot right, in motion, toss sweep left side, and they break it down. Elm Creek's all over it. Getting the penetration was Jerry Brummels, and making the tackle once again was Luke McEwen, and as he made the corner, there was nowhere to go, and it'll be third down and 10. Boy, this McEwen kid has a nose for the football Uh Early here in this second half, uh, and we saw a lot in the first half, McEwen all over the field, uh, covering left to right, uh, up and down. He's all over the place. So a loss of one back to the 39-yard line, third down and 10. And again, they've had some nice runs by Lobby. Does he get his first touch of the second half right here? Slot left more, motion right. Fake the handoff they want to throw. Crossing the ends, now stepping up and being hit and dropped at the midfield stripe is quarterback Kaiser. He's going to lose a yard, and who is it? McEwen. McEwen is in there on the sack. He gets some help from Lathan Jonak, who flushed him, and now Overton going to have to punt. Uh, So uh, stops here by Overton and Elm Creek. Um, Second half adjustments for both defenses um, effective here. Kaiser now back to punt the ball away. Preston Walker stands at his own 10. A little bit of pressure. A knuckleball kick will hit at about the 12 and a good bounce, and it'll be down inside the 5. The gutter that time for Overton. Vance couldn't locate the football, and it actually hit him before he found out where it was. But nice punt that time from his own 39, maybe midfield, and they're going to mark it down at the 6. It'll be a 35-yard punt with no return. So Elm Creek now coming back out. Uh, they don't want to stall out here, though. They want to keep their offense rolling. They're going to have to go quite a distance here to do it. Uh, but we've seen plenty of big plays here from this uh, Buffalo side. And that's the key. Elm Creek's offense hasn't been rolling here. They hand it to Robbins on that fullback trap again, and he'll find five yards, uh, three yards out to the nine. It wasn't marked at the four. It was marked at the six. So a gain of three. Yeah, as a whole, Overton really can pat their defense, can pat themselves on the back. Aside from the big uh, defensive, or excuse me, the big uh, offensive plays for Elm Creek, uh, but as a whole, they haven't allowed much outside of those plays. One long pass play, and that's been about it. They've got a couple nice runs, just like everybody would, as they stretch it out here to Walker, and they try to drag him down from behind after just a couple of yards at the 12-yard line. It's Lobby in on the tackle. It'll be a gain of three, should be about third and five. 
Lobby also, uh, similar to how McEwen is on Elm Creek's defensive side, Lobby really uh, that guy, that linebacker that's flowing all over the field and making a lot of big plays. If Overton can get a stop here, then they're going to have a very good field position. Let's see what Coach Doolin decides here. Out of the eye formation, quarterback bootleg to the right, wants to throw it deep behind the double forma- or behind the double team. It is caught at midfield. Elm Creek first down into Jerry Brummels, his first reception of the ball game. And Elm Creek goes big, and it pays off. And that's where you just see the speed of Elm Creek taking advantage over uh, some of the slower Overton players. Their safeties uh, just kind of caught in mud there uh, as the Elm Creek receiver just uh, slipped by him. Now that's a huge play. That's for 32 yards, not because it's 32 yards, but instead of punting now Elm Creek, they knock another one in. This baby's over, and now they're into Overton territory. They fumble the snap. He picks it back up, and Walker will then be dropped as he tries to get to the outside by Surridge. Loss of one on the play, second down and 11. Yeah, so we've seen it a few times here now. Preston Walker, I'm not sure what it was there. Maybe the center, a um, little mishandling there. Um, but Walker's really going to want to be holding on to the ball here, and it's not always easy uh, when they're not rotating balls in and out. These balls get really slick, uh, and they're really hold, hard to hold on to. Second down and 11. Elm Creek up 30-6. to six. We're down to 5-10 to go in the third quarter. Out of the eye, again, making sure that he has the ball, fakes the pitch, and straight up the middle of the football field, Preston Walker inside the 35, brought down at the 30. They'll give him the 29-yard line, again, a seven on a simple quarterback keep. Yeah, it was a sort of cheeky little play there, faked a pitch, and then uh, Preston Walker just comes off this left side, and it's a play you wouldn't think gains five or six, but uh, Walker, an elusive guy, uh, gets makes more happen than uh, usually you see. Third, they need about three and a half, go to the power eye this time. Turn and hand it to Walker, follows his fullback, has the first down, drags people into the secondary inside the 20 to about the 19-yard line, and it's going to be a gain of 10 on the play. Momentum now starting to build here for Elm Creek. Overton uh, really needs to press their heels back, uh, pin their ears back, excuse me, and and just get through there and get a stop. 30-6 Elm Creek. Overton was a play away from getting it back. But Elm Creek on one of their second-best drives so far. Again, they'll fake the pitch. Preston hit in the backfield. Nowhere to go, and he's going to be dropped at the line of scrimmage. Half of the Overton defense is in there on him. Lobby helped finish him off. Also in there was Josh Arejo. But the uh, big boys up front, as they have been most of the night, led by Skyler Brown in their wreaking havoc with Drake Davenport. Second down and 10. Walker staying out of the eye. They want to keep it basic. Counter to Devin. He runs into his own man. Got blocked into the backfield, and Devin got rocked. Good job, Caleb Moore, coming in on the blitz. They'll lose three, third and 13. Yeah, now Overton, as as that uh, momentum was going into Elm Creek's favor, you get two uh, stops behind the line of scrimmage, and that really gives your uh, defense uh, a lot of uh, momentum, uh, gives them some confidence. little words between Elm Creek teammates there. I think somebody thought somebody else missed a block, and uh, Devin comes out, and they will have just a lone setback. Want to throw it downfield. Preston on third and 13 has all day. Now decides to take off and run down the left sideline. Lowers his shoulder. He's going to take a shot at Lobby. Lobby holds his ground, and they go flying out of bounds at the 15-yard line. A gain of eight, well short of the first down, but now manageable on fourth and five. <laughs> Any other player might have gone sent. 
but lobby a big strong uh linebacker there uh, and you know he's he's going to be wanting to get one back here on Preston Walker after what seemed like a, a huge explosive hit near the sideline. Well, if you're Elm Creek, you don't want to lose your head here. You've got this game under control. One play didn't go your way. That's lucky. <laughs> the best teams in the all of sport will have more than that happen. Fourth and five at the 15. Preston wants to throw again. Geis in the pattern. Instead throws it out here to Robbins and Quintana. I believe that is Robbins that calls it in for the first down. No, it is Quintana. At the eight-yard line, it's a gain of six, first and goal. Quintana, quite a good route runner there. Um, didn't go too far. So, you know, sometimes you get in those, you want to be just a yard in front of the line, uh, or excuse me, the first down marker. Quintana was right there when he caught the ball. Quintana, who had to step in for Walker over the last two weeks with him injured, now slides out of the game. First and goal, ball marked at the eight-yard line, 36 Elm Creek looking for more. They'll go fullback dive, and Hans Robbins is going to take it into the end zone with a strong run, his second of the afternoon. Robbins got to be extremely happy, you know, giving the fullback a little love here, and has got two touchdowns on the game. This one he earned a little bit more so than the first one, only a yard, but this one uh, about a nine-yard run for the touchdown. Yeah, Robbins running tough out there. Had not seen very many carries, let alone very many significant carries so far on the season. But uh, for Robbins, he gets into the end zone. He had two total coming into today. He now has four. They line up for two, pitch it to Devin, follows the lead block, gets to the corner, and he is in. And that'll make the score Elm Creek 38 and Overton 6. In this battle of four and one teams, the Buffaloes are playing well here on Homecoming. Our five points bank touchdown, an eight yard run from Hans Robbins. We'll kick it off right after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. And again, the kickoff to Overton. They want to run that handoff, and so they will do so, getting it into the hands of Lobby from Meyer, and he's around the left end to the 25-30, 35-40, and another good return by Overton as he's drugged down at the Elm Creek 31. Well, if Overton uh, needed field position, they certainly got it here, uh, starting on the Elm Creek 31-yard line. Short field to work here. Uh, now they just have to push, punch it in. Overton has moved the ball, but they just can't score, and they've had a couple of key mistakes in the game as well. 38-6, Elm Creek efficient is the way they've been playing. Here's Moore again off the right end. He finds first down yardage inside the 25, right at the first down stick, maybe a half yard short. Caleb Moore with nine on the carry. Both Lobby and Moore have been doing a good job here on these first down runs. And now, of course, we've seen it time and time again where you get six, seven, eight, nine, uh, and then the opposing defense just 
digs their heels in and stops you. Overton really want to keep things going here to gain a little momentum. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Elm Creek. Second and one at the 22. More in motion. They hand a lobby. He's got the first down inside the 20 to about the 18-yard line. A gain of four. Lobby now with 119 yards in the football game. 38 to six though, Elm Creek. Again, a weird game. When you just if you just picked up the stat sheet, you'd go, there's no way that that's possible. Overton had unofficially 45 plays in the first half to 25, make it to 19, excuse me, 19 for Elm Creek. Back to pass, Kaiser has to scramble, wants to run. Gets what he can inside the 15 to about the 14-yard line. A gain of four. And Ryan Dahlgren joining me here. Ryan, uh, Kaiser has become, uh, when he looks downfield, pressured to get out of that pocket in a hurry. He's looked to run quite a bit today. Well, yeah, and he hasn't been able to complete many passes. And, you know, coaches will always say, hey, if there's green, go. Uh, You know, green means go. And that's what Kaiser's opted to do there. Uh, And he's quick. Second and six at the 14. New back in there, Lobby out of the backfield. They give it to Moore. Moore starts right, goes left to the 10, to the 5. He got to the corner, and he is into the end zone. Touchdown, Caleb Moore, a 14-yard run for the Overton Eagles. So Moore, we've seen him on a few good runs here in the second half and finally busts one loose. Uh, the, the elusive back more so than Lobby, and they were able to get him to the edge, uh, and he sprinted to the, that pylon and a, able to beat the Elm Creek defenders. So a great return. Sets up a short 31-yard drive, and they have to go for two. Alex Hubbard is the main back, and they pitch it to him on a sweep to the right side. Hubbard tries to follow his blocks, and he does. Got into the end zone for the two-point conversion. So not only does Overton have to score, they have to convert all the two-point conversions, or it will take one extra possession. Our five-points bank touchdown, a 14-yard run by the Eagles' Caleb Moore with 108 to go in the third. It's Elm Creek 38 and Overton 14. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. With our producer engineer Stacy Johns and Ryan Dahlgren, Doug Duda back with you here at Elm Creek. The teams have exchanged scores here over the last minute and ready to boot it away is Skyler Brown. He pounds it into the ground, takes a pretty good bounce and is easily picked up at the 22-yard line by Geis, breaks a tackle to the 25, runs towards the Elm Creek sideline and he'll be brought down at the 30-yard line. First and 10 for the Buffaloes. Yeah, great return there by Austin Geis. Uh, you know, he's kind of in there in that ump back position, but, uh, you know, he's a tight end, so he knows when he gets the ball, he can run with it, uh, and that's what he did there. Uh, Overton uh, going to need a big stop here as they're uh, down big uh, here in this third quarter. 38-14, your score. 
We'll get you an update on BDS and Fall City Sacred Heart when we can here. That's his 8-6 game at last check. First down and 10 on the counter play. Nowhere to go for the Buffaloes. Elm Creek going to have to move it outside a little bit. Robbins is dropped for a yard loss. Overton has to take some chances, and they've been pretty good when they do that. A little pep in the step here of this Overton uh, defensive line. Uh, we, we wanted to watch this line battle all game, and there's never really been an advantage either way. Both teams have good lines. Uh, Overton just edging Elm Creek there. Second down and 11. Devin Walker out of the game for the moment. Preston wants to throw. Lobs it out here to Geis. Geis between defenders. Hauls it in at the 35 and gets upended to the 37-yard line. Short of the first down, but they'll get about nine on the play and bring up third and two. Uh, we got a penalty flag out on the field as well. See what uh, Langen. Oh, they're going to call unsportsmanlike conduct for the second time. On Elm Creek, now, I saw that uh, Geist got up and gave the first down point, even though it wasn't a first down. There must have been something else. You would not get flagged for that. Well, no, and, you know, I think it was a combination of two things. The the ref didn't seem too pleased when he saw the initial, you know, hand gesture. Uh, But Geist just kind of threw the ball to the uh, referees, uh, the officials' feet, didn't even look over at him. Uh, And, you know, you got to show a little respect to the officials out here and uh, no respect there. All right, third down. And now that makes it about 18 to go instead of third and two or three. And looks like they're going to let the clock run out and we'll be at the end of the third quarter of play. Each team scored once here in the third quarter. And on homecoming at Elm Creek, it's the Buffaloes 38 and the Overton Eagles 14. You're listening to high school football on KXPN, Kearney, KICS, Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. We are ready to start the fourth quarter here on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda, Ryan Dahlgren, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns. Elm Creek faces a third and 18 at their own 22. They'll line with four wideouts. Preston Walker will throw. Quick little slant to Jaden Ford, and right on top of that one is Surridge, and he'll bring him down after a gain of about three on the play. That's a smart play. There's no need for where Elm Creek is in this game right now, Ryan, that they need to chuck the ball downfield on third and 18. Just keep the clock running. Yeah, you just want a safe, smart play there. High percentage, uh, ball thrown over the middle, just sort of a drag route uh, Ford was there. Uh, yeah, when you're up by about 24 points, you don't need to risk it. You want to play that field position game, and uh, with this punt, that's exactly what Elm Creek's doing. 38-14, Elm Creek to start the fourth quarter. Carson McCarter, the up back, the snap to Jaden Ford. He'll boot it away. Nice punt, backing up, backing up. Meyer takes it at the 18 and then just lost his footing, and that's where he will go down. That's going to be a punt of 38 yards and no return. First down and 10, Overton. 
Yeah, Meyer, he really wanted to return that ball, and there was definitely space to return it. You'll sometimes see punt return men, uh, they do sort of a hop step, kind of like you see in uh, the baseball when a guy's throwing pitch. And he, he did that little hop, but he did it right into the Elm Creek uh, gunner. And so good, good um, special teams play there by uh, Elm Creek. Braden Kaiser brings out his Overton Eagles looking to move them down the field. More in motion. They'll give it to Lobby, take it back. Option pitch right side more, and he is upended before he gets out there. Jaden Ford, and also in on the tackle is going to be Austin Geis. They had it covered well. No gain on the play, second down and 10. Uh, you know, the option is uh, Overton's uh, bread and butter. Uh, we haven't really seen, I mean, we've seen option looks, but that's the first time I've really seen him go to the outside and pitch the ball there. But it's slick, and unless you're planning on your outside foot consistently, uh, it's, it's hard to get that edge. Coming out wide left will be Brendan Meyer. Lobby back in as the fullback. Moore in the slot to the right side out of the pistol. They'll send Moore in motion. They'll hand it to him as he heads to the left, right up the middle of the football field, crosses the 20, runs into the wall at the 22-yard line. Gain of about five for Moore. And it'll bring up third down and, well, maybe six to go here. Gamer, that's the word that uh, comes to mind when I think of Moore. Uh, he's just, you know, constantly, constantly doing everything he can to get those extra yards, get that extra space, get that momentum back in Overton's favor here uh, down late. ESPN Radio, Friday afternoon football. Glad you're along with us. Ten minutes to go in the game. 38-14 Elm Creek, Overton with the ball, third and six. Pitch play lobby, motion to the right side. Good block on the corner, but he is run out of bounds. Jaden Ford is there on pursuit, and Lathan Jonak got there first and only got about a yard, if that. And it's going to be fourth down and long, and now uh, Overton, they think they still have a chance to win the game. If they do, they go for it. If they don't, they punt. Even at this part of the field, they're going to punt. Yeah, it's 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 really really difficult. Only 9:35 remaining in this game uh, to get to get many scores. Uh, playing the field position battle. Got a... Punt is a fake, and they will throw it away. It's a fake punt, and it sailed right over the head of the intended receiver Dylan Smith, who was only about three yards ahead of Kaiser, who punts. Uh, so you got your quarterback punt. You've already got to watch for that. The middle of the field was open. They just didn't execute on that one. You always laugh when the coach says you got to execute. Well, that that was there. I don't know if he would have got to the first down stick, but it would have been really close. Yeah, we always talk about that coach speak. That's exactly coach speak. But coach speaks coach speak for a reason. That's because it needs to be done on a consistent basis. That was the first pass of the second half for Overton. Preston Walker pitches to Devin after the fake punt at the 22, and he'll get about a yard to the uh, 21-yard line. And also, uh, Ryan Lobby's only carried the ball twice in the entire second half for Overton. They have worked Caleb Moore. Yeah, and Lobby's that big physical guy. You know, Moore is more of the quicker, smaller back. Uh, but Lobby was really getting things done, and he was our leading rusher coming into the game. So it's interesting to see them going away. So Elm Creek now in total control with nine minutes to go and up 38-14, sniffing out the fake punt. Right up the middle, they give it to Devin Walker, and he'll be drugged down by Martin. As he gets about three to the 18-yard line, maybe the 17, it'll be third down and six. And it's four down territory in here because most teams, uh, most eight-man teams are not a lot of them. You'll see kickers. Uh, but Elm Creek's got to be cautious that they're not being too conservative here, giving the ball back to Overton. Uh, I think Elm Creek's doing exactly what they want, but they will pass here on third down. Walker lofts it for the end zone. There's nobody there. Austin Geis was scrambling. He came back to the middle, but Walker was flush there. Did, again, did the right thing. Elm Creek seems to be, and this is something that they've got to take care of, 
uh, when they get towards the playoff. They seemed frustrated on that. Uh, okay, it was incomplete. You did what you were supposed to do. You didn't throw a pick. You didn't take the sack. Um, I'm surprised they didn't run it just to keep the clock running, but uh, they were going to go for the end zone and uh, scrambling, scrambling with that mud out there. Did what he had to do. Now a brand-new look trips to the left and out of the shotgun will be Preston Walker on fourth down and six. Now looking right for his end. Guys, he's got it on a screen. Breaks one tackle, but Overton's all over it, and he is barely going to get back to the line of scrimmage. That's a pass for none yards, and Overton will take over on downs. It was a good play call, that screen. You know, you'll, A lot of times you'll see teams uh, pin their ears back and really blitz hard uh, on a fourth and short. Now Overton really had to play a little bit more conservative there, uh, and that allowed them to snuff that uh, screen play out. Again, kind of a heavy slash fog mist here. It will continue throughout the night. Coming up next on ESPN 1460, Carney Catholic Minden, ESPN 1550, Sandy Creek, St. Cecilia. I'll talk to you from Wood River, the silver anniversary of their 92 team being honored tonight, and the Eagles hosting Gibbon. All of our evening games kicking off at 7. Here we still have 8-12 to go, 38-14 Elm Creek. Overton with the ball after the stop on fourth. They give it to Caleb Moore off the right guard. Hits it back up the middle, breaks a tackle, 30, 35-40. Jaden Ford has the speed to save the touchdown at the 32-yard line. Caleb Moore is able to pick up 30. Well, and, and if you had any wonder, or if you were wondering at all why Lobby wasn't getting the ball, well, that's uh, an example of why Moore's got that explosive speed. Now, granted, he doesn't have the speed to run away from you, but he's got the acceleration uh, to get those first couple of steps downfield. Overton, two 100-yard rushers here in the football game, and still down 24. Kaiser sends Moore in motion again. He wants to throw wide open down the football field is Dylan Smith. He makes the catch at the 20. He'll walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Eagles. It's not quite over yet, especially if Overton can pack in the two. <laughs> Walker and uh, Preston Walker and Anthony Quintana actually ran into each other. Either one of them, more likely than not, would have made the tackle, uh, but they just ran into each other, allowing uh, the receiver to basically just walk into the end zone. Only the second completed pass of the day for Overton. And with 7.41 to go in the football game, the Eagles trying to keep it close here. 31 yards, our five points bank touchdown. Five points bank, the better bank at Kearney. Kaiser under center for the two-point conversion. Pitch play lobby. Can he get the key block? He's hit. He struggles. He's short. And that makes it a three-possession game. 7.41 to go. Elm Creek 38. Overton 20. The kickoff next on ESPN. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Marketspace. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. 
And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. We're here at Elm Creek bringing you this afternoon's game, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Will Overton try and squib kick on sidekick? It'll be a squib kick that Elm Creek is just going to uh, pick up at the 21. They'll try and return it, and then just sitting down in the middle of the football field as some equipment goes flying. That might have actually been the kicking tee somehow making it all the way down the field. And nowhere to go there for McCarter on the return, but safely secured the football. And this is something that's become more prevalent as we have more talk shows and more analyzation of football, what Elm Creek wants to do here. And I think what Elm Creek wants to do here is whatever keeps the clock running. Uh, you gotta, you got to grind out a first down or two, but you have to stay inbounds. You have to run the football or safe pass plays here. You've got this football game won. Even after the touchdown, it's still a three-possession game at 38-20. to 20. It's homecoming. You want to get out of here. You want to go celebrate your homecoming, and you want to be efficient here. So we'll see what Coach Doolin uh, tells his folks. Well, we've seen Elm Creek get a few personal fouls, honestly unnecessary personal fouls, uh, and so they need to keep their heads in this game as well uh, as playing smart and sound here uh, to finish this game. Looks like one of the players' armbands came off. They gave it to Elm Creek. And they said, after looking at it for about 30 seconds, <laughs> oh, wait, those aren't our plays. <laughs> it belongs to Overton. So they'll run that back over there and probably a little too late to worry about who's and what the plays are. Out of the eye formation, Robin's the fullback. Devin Walker will be the eye back. Preston will turn and give it to Devin. And this is what you're going to see. Overton sells out and gets him after about a yard gain. The line is going to be key here, as it always is for the Eagles. Skyler Brown and Araujo in on the tackle. A gain of one for Devin. Unofficially, 67 yards on 15 carries so far this afternoon. Overton really loading the box here. Now, you do not normally pass the ball in this situation, but a deep pass might beat the Overton defenders deep. Yeah, or just... Walker outside. See, there it is. Quick pass. Geis, it was a three-yard catch. He scrambles forward for a couple more to the 28. Just as you said, Ryan, trying to loosen it up a little bit. They get five of the play, and it'll be third down. Yeah, because at the first play from scrimmage here on this drive, Overton really snuffed that run play out. Uh, it's going to be hard to get between the tackles uh, here because this is a big Overton line of scrimmage, but Elm Creek wants to continue to run the ball. And again, that's the pass we were talking about. Make sure it's safe. Make sure it keeps the clock running. Third down and four. They'll hand it to Devin. Tries to pop to the left side and just selling out. He is hammered by Araujo. Kaiser was in there as well. But Walker is taking a pounding when they sell out on that run. You're going to get hit a little bit harder. And Elm Creek will have to punt. A loss of one on the play for Devin. Brings up fourth down at about four and a half, maybe five. So it's exactly what Overton needed, uh, but not only did they need this uh, fourth down here, but they need to get some points on the board as well with only six minutes to go. Brendan Meyer back to return the kick. The last two scores have come from Overton, 38-20 Elm Creek, six minutes and counting. Ford waits to boot it. It is a fake. McCarter makes the throw, and it is caught by Geis. What a great catch at midfield. My, oh, my. Austin Geis is a player. Uh, good catch there, and I mean it was good defense by Overton. They were a little surprised by it, but as soon as that play started to develop, uh, some of those Elm Creek uh, return men kind of got over there, um, but uh, that sure-handed Austin Geis uh, wasn't going to drop that ball. Karsten McCarter, the up man, is the backup quarterback, 
and he just shot, put it out there. Very surprised that you would take that risk, but it does keep it in your hands, and the ball's right at midfield with five and a half to go, 38 to 20. They're going to pass again and a sack, Araujo. Oh, he can't bring him down. He slid off of him. I'm surprised they didn't call him down by uh, contact anyway, and he's able to scramble to get back to the original line of scrimmage. Back-to-back strange plays out there for Elm Creek. I mean, he had him all wrapped up, and he just kept sliding down him, sliding down him, and that shows you how tough the Walker boys are. Preston that time just wouldn't go down. Yeah, earlier I was talking about how uh, one of the Overton defenders is lucky that uh, those jerseys aren't slick. Well, uh, late into this fourth quarter, those jerseys uh, and those pants might be a little bit more slick, and yeah, uh, Walker just able to squeak out of that. Uh, only got to the line of scrimmage when he looked like he could get a few more. Devin will come out. They're going to go three wide and a shotgun formation. They bounce it back to Preston Walker, but he picks it up, and it's picked. Oh, Lobby had it, and he's just smacking himself. It was thrown to no one in an Overton jersey, and Lobby could not grab it. Um, as an announcer, when, when the, every pass, oh, it was almost picked, it was almost picked. I try not to do that. That was in his hand, and he just, man, that could have been all the way, changed the uh, complexion of the game. I don't try to question, and I love Jace Doolin, but what are you doing? Yeah. This game's over. Run the ball. Yeah, those passes, especially that one right there, it almost looked like it was thrown uh, to, to Lobber, but uh, uh, Elm Creek fortunate. And then again on the flip side is Preston Walker, naked bootleg around the right side, gets to the 35, stays on his feet. They just can't bring him down one-on-one. He stepped over Meyer and got inside the 30 and has a first down at the 27-yard line. I think maybe on the other side, you've got some playmakers out here and you're trying to keep everybody happy and get them the football. And we saw a couple of times where Elm Creek wasn't exactly happy that they didn't get a nice play and maybe you're getting more people to touch it, but don't... uh, don't lose the war because of a battle. Yeah, yeah, you can't sacrifice anything here. Uh, four minutes to go. It's starting to get look dire for Overton, but still, crazier things have happened. 4-10, 38-20 Elm Creek, and now Preston Walker will look at the back judge counting down the five. Still wants to throw. Covered, covered, covered Brummels. Still looking for Brummels. He'll throw it that way. A little hand play. Kaiser with good coverage, and it's in and out of his hands in the end zone. That was, do I throw it, do I throw it, do I throw it? And it is incomplete. Now for Walker, he has put it up six times here in the fourth quarter. Preston Walker is three for six for eight yards. Yeah, so you got to wonder why they continue to throw it. I mean, not only does it stop the clock, but I mean, if you're not if you're not getting these big throws that you're trying to get, then I mean, it's it's kind of all for naught. And uh, Elm Creek has been efficient. This game has been quick. Second down and ten at the twenty-seven, and it's just going to be a quarterback keeper this time, and nowhere to go for Preston. It'll be third down and 10. Good job by all those that have to do the work outside here today in the rain. I'm not talking about the football players, but you got the ball boys and the towels and how many of those they got to try to go through just to wipe the mud off. It's not even about drying the ball anymore. It's just to get the mud off. And over to it again, the story here is they are going to win the battle of the yards. They're going to win the battle of the time of possession. But Elm Creek, punt return for a touchdown, pick six for a touchdown, sniffed out a fake punt and then executed one themselves, and we're down to 3.20 to go in the game, up 38-20. to 20. Preston Walker wants to throw again in the pocket, rolls to his right, avoids the pressure, and now runs 25-20, 15, and then is stepped out of bounds at about the 14-yard line, and that's enough for another first down. So Preston Walker doing a good job of scrambling here. They are pass plays. He's looking really only at one guy. Whoever they're sending in the pattern, it's been somebody different. It's been guys. It's been Brummels. But if he's not there, he's done a good job of scrambling. And 
teams that uh, hope to beat Elm Creek in the postseason have to contain him. Yeah, absolutely. Honestly, I'm surprised he hasn't scrambled more times here in this fourth quarter because he's had what looks like space to go uh, and opted for the uh, wise choice there, keeping it in his own hands. Well, he's doing a good job executing whatever they're telling him to run out there on first and tenth of 14. Wants to throw again. Does. Out to Brummel. It is complete. Kaiser brings him down inside the 10 at the 8. That is a gain of 6. And, you know, hey, it's a rivalry game. Sometimes you don't take the foot off the accelerator, and it is second down and four with 2.50 to go. 38-20, it was 38-6, 30-6 at the half in favor of Elm Creek. They've had a couple of nice drives here in this second half, and they want another touchdown to show for it. Second down and four at the eight. Preston Walker brings him up slow. Robbins, the fullback. Devin Walker, the eyeback. Takes the snap, hands it to Devin, straight up the middle, huge hole, runs by the umpire and goes into the end zone. The official had to get out of the way. Devin Walker takes it in from eight yards out. Well, if you're looking for an exclamation point, and we have been for uh, much of this fourth quarter, that right there is it. And it seems like Elm Creek has really been going for that knockout blow, throwing a lot of these passes here uh, in this fourth quarter. Like we said, it's a rivalry game. Not only that, it's homecoming. Uh, so I can imagine they want to get a lot of touches to a lot of these seniors. Well, a nice drive that time for Elm Creek, and it finishes off with six points, our five points bank touchdown, five points bank, the better bank of Carney, an eight-yard run by Devin Walker. And for Devin, that is his second touchdown. He had the pick six, but that's his first offensive touchdown. Two-point conversion, Preston rolls out, wants to throw into the end zone, and Geis off of his shoulder pad and incomplete covered there by number three, Jacob Surridge. So we are down to 2.24 to go in our Friday afternoon contest. It's Elm Creek 44 and Overton 20 here on ESPN. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And ready to boot the ball away, Elm Creek will kick it to about the 10-yard line. Lobby will pick it up and head up the right sideline, 20, 25, and get out to about the 27-yard line for Lobby. First down and 10, Overton. They will go to 4-2. and two. They get undefeated South Loop next week. And Elm Creek will advance on to a 5-1 and one on the season with South Loop two weeks down the road. They go to Alma next week, Alma down a little bit from last year yeah both teams though uh you know as this game is concluding here overton will be upset but uh they have to be proud that you know all this nearly all the stat lines are in their favor elm creek just getting the big plays first and 10 at their own 27 kaiser quick little out and it is incomplete trying to get it into the hands of brendan meyer it'll be second down and 10 
So Kaiser, uh, you know, he's not done a bad job of getting the balls to his receivers, but on this day uh, that we've seen some uh, missed some precipitation. It's really hard, even when you get that. They always say, hey, if it hits your hands, you got to catch it well. <laughs> that uh, rule kind of changes when it gets a little slick like this. Do have a final in the number one versus number two this afternoon. Brooding Davenport, Shickley, 23. Fall City, Sacred Heart, 14. So not only does BDS win, they do it on the road. Avenging last year's semifinal loss. Kaiser takes the snap, has all day, scrambling, scrambling. He's got his man wide open over the middle of the football field, but instead dumps it off to Lobby, 30, 35, 40, and he's going to go into Elm Creek territory to about the 32-yard line, a 21-yard completion, wide open over the middle of the field. Brendan Myers going, I'm here, I'm open, I'm open. It was like, you're my little brother, I'm not throwing it to you, <laughs> even though he's not. Yeah, it seemed like Elm Creek was almost in a prevent defense there, where they had three guys way, way, way back playing trips deep, or uh, playing, uh, yeah, trips, or 2.03 to go, and the play clock stopped as he got out of bounds. Trying to put another one on the board here. The Eagles at the 32. Kaiser, short one, complete here to Caleb Moore. He'll be brought down at the 26-yard line, a gain of about five on the play. And Moore's done a really good job when he's uh, been able to get the space of, uh, of making things happen there. Uh, but when you're running just a hitch pattern, really, really hard to get around uh, when you don't have a step on the defender. Lone man to the left is Brendan Meyer. Twins to the right, including Moore. Back to pass Kaiser. He is able to go over the middle to Dylan Smith. Complete inside the 20 to the 19. A gain of 7. So right now with a little cushion out there, Kaiser having more efficiency than he had had earlier in the game. Yeah. Up. Overton here. Uh, they're not going to go out quietly at all. They're, they're really hurrying up, really trying to get into the end zone here quick. Things that they can use later on in the year. Three-man front, two-man rush. Kaiser back to pass. Throws it out here and a little underthrown. Moore had to come back to grab it. And that's only about a two-yard catch. And we'll keep the clock running. Our scoreboard brought to you by Simonson Agency, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney, covering you for home, life, and auto insurance. Elwood 77, Red Cloud 7 in the fourth. Walt Hill all over Hartland Lutheran. Kaiser rolls to his right, wants to throw, stays in bounds, and runs inside the 15. And then he will be pushed out of bounds at around the 12, a gain of 5. Also, Wall Hill 54, Hartland Lutheran 14. As we just told you, BDS over Fall City Sacred Heart 23 to 14. And Kennesaw in the fourth, 53 to nothing over McCool Junction. Here, we're down to 103 to go in the game. Elm Creek 44, Overton 20. Third down and three. Ball at the 12 of Elm Creek. Overton looking for their fourth touchdown. Kaiser, this time they are going to bring some pressure. They pitch it to Lobby, and Lobby's got room to the 10, cuts it back, and a good open field tackle by Devin Walker at the 7-yard line. Boy, it looked like Lobby, after he got outside, was going to be able to take it in, and Devin Walker came in there and upended him because he's a pretty good wrestler. That's a 5-yard gain. Yeah, real jarring hit there near the sideline. First and goal, though, or excuse me, uh, yeah, first and goal. Rolling, Kaiser, rolling, rolling, and he's going to have to eat it. He wanted to throw it into the end zone to Brendan Meyer. He pump faked, he pump faked, and then Jonah come over there and shoved him out of bounds, and we will have a timeout on the field by Overton. 43 seconds remaining in the game. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, caring for you since 1994. It is Elm Creek 44 and Overton 20. 
With all the buzz surrounding weed resistance and new technologies, are you having a hard time deciding on next year's soybean crop plan? At Aurora Cooperative, we have been evaluating all of your potential soybean management combinations and have solutions for your farm, including our very own A-brand Liberty Link soybeans. This locally tested brand of soybeans allows you to take control of your soybean yields, enjoy clean fields with safe application and approved in-crop chemistry. See an Aurora Cooperative sales agronomist to see if A-brand Liberty Link cropping system is the right fit for your fields. Aurora Cooperative putting own equity to work. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Back to action, second and goal, Overton at the seven-yard line of Elm Creek. Kaiser takes the snap, pitches it to Lobby. Lobby cuts it up on the hash mark and walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Overton, with 38 seconds to go, 44-26. to Yeah, Lobby there, uh, you know, kind of reaping what he's been sowing here. Uh, he's been running tough and physical there, uh, and he gets the pitch off to the right side. and You know, walked into the end zone nearly untouched. Um, but uh, you, you'd have to imagine these Elm Creek defenders uh, kind of wanting to get off the field here. So one more chance to put some points on the board here for the Eagles as they line up to go for two. Back to their base set with Moore, the wing to the right, and Lobby, the fullback. Moore in motion. It's a quarterback bootleg to the right, wide open into the end zone, an easy two-point pass to Dylan Smith. Jaden Ford had to decide. It looked like he was going to take off Kaiser and run, so he came up, and then he just chucked it right over the top of him for the two-point conversion. Our five-points bank touchdown, a seven-yard run by Ryan Lobby, 38 seconds to go in the game. Elm Creek 44 and Overton 28. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work. Well, Overton's going to have to onside kick it, and they decide not to. They're just going to boot it away. Elm Creek's going to take a knee, and it looks like that's going to be it. They're going to have to take it one more time. Lane Gutzwiller was back there to cover the football. Overton just wanted to run their offense, take it into the end zone, score and answer the score of Elm Creek. But the Buffaloes ready to go. Uh, have a little fun for homecoming. Uh, 44-28. Game was never really in doubt. It was 6-6 when Overton scored with just over nine minutes to go in the second quarter. But uh, Elm Creek scored uh, 24 straight to take it to 36 at halftime. Yeah, and you know, like you said, game never really in doubt. I mean, both these teams played hard. And Overton, you know, if you were just watching the game aside from the touchdown plays, you'd think Overton had this game, you know, handily. 
Uh, but it's just those big plays, and Elm Creek was fortunate to be on the right side of them. Elm Creek's not going with some backups. They're just going victory formation. As Dalton Tramp, he's leading the cheers on the sidelines. Take the ball, snap it, put a knee on the ground. And uh, if I know this crew, as I think I do, they'll make sure that they don't get the ball spotted for play until there's 25 seconds left. And that'll be the final play of the football game as the uh, players are shaking hands. A hard-fought one out there, very physical. Uh, Overton is going to probably win the battle of the yardage when we give it to you here in just a moment. But Elm Creek is going to win the game here on their home field in homecoming 2017. The final score this afternoon, the Elm Creek Buffaloes 44 and the Overton Eagles 28. Coming up, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, highlights, score updates. Stay with us on ESPN Radio, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winterization is on Buzz's Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Buzz's Marine 5th and Central Kearney. Or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com slash trade. That's buzzesmarine.com slash trade. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. Well, it's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, 44-28. to Elm Creek scores offensively, defensively, and special teams to down Overton. And now, something that I'm sure is near and dear to your heart, Ryan Dahlgren, they are getting ready to crown the homecoming royalty here at Elm Creek, you little Bertrand Viking. You. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, homecoming is always a special time. Uh, not only do they get to celebrate, have a little fun after the game, but, you know, mostly most of the time you got a lot of the alumni coming back uh, to watch the team. You know, some of the folks that might have uh, moved on away from Elm Creek or, or further down the road. Uh, but, you know, Elm Creek's definitely got to be pleased with how this game shaped up for them. Uh, you know, there was a couple times that... Uh, they didn't do things extremely clean. They had a couple of personal fouls, and they're going to want to clean that up, uh, moving things forward into the season. Um, you know, and on the flip side of the ball, uh, Overton's they're, they're, this loss is going to hurt, and you know every loss hurts, but especially when you lose to the team seven miles down the road. Uh, but you know they can certainly uh, hang their hats on uh, the fact that they played a heck of a ball game. Um, you know, as as soon as we get these statistics tied up, I'm sure we're going to see that Overton dominated uh, statistically for for most. 
of the game, the entire game. Um, but it's similar. It's reminiscent to the Huskers. Uh, how you know you, you can't give up you know a pick six. You can't give up a special teams touchdown because those are the ones that really hurt. Um, but you know Elm Creek uh, played a heck of a game. Overton played a heck of a game. Um, you know if if these guys find out that they play each other down the road, which you know sometimes we see those uh, seven mile down the road teams uh, somehow miraculously uh, wind up playing against each other in playoffs. Um, you know this could be a different ball game. Uh, and, you know I, I'm looking forward to it. You were the homecoming king, weren't you? I was actually. <laughs> I knew it. You know the the big man on campus. Well, let's go ahead and uh, take a look now at the uh, final stats. And we will go first for Overton. They were led by Ryan Lobby, 20 carries, 132 yards, and a touchdown in this football game. Caleb Moore, 20 carries, 113 yards uh, in the contest. And I want to make sure that I've got one touchdown down for Caleb, so he also had one. Uh, Quarterback Braden Kaiser was sacked twice in the game, 14 carries, 21 yards, and a touchdown. And so on the ground, Overton had 54 rushing attempts for 266 yards through the air. Kaiser much more effective and and part of that in the fourth quarter because Elm Creek was playing soft coverage uh, because he was one of eight for 10 yards and a pick in the first half. He was five of six with a touchdown in the second half for 66 yards. So 76 through the air, uh, overall six out of 14, a pick and a touchdown. 266 on the ground, 342 yards of total offense, 20 first downs for Overton, three punts for an average of 35 yards, and two turnovers, just one penalty on Overton, and that was a five-yarder. For Elm Creek, Devin Walker, 17 carries, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Hans Robbins, six carries, 22 yards, two touchdowns. Anthony Quintana, two carries, two yards. Preston Walker, 12 carries, 24 yards, and then they did have a bad snap for a loss of seven. So overall, 38 rushing attempts, only 115 yards rushing in this football game for Elm Creek. Hard to believe, isn't it? Well, absolutely. With such a potent rushing attack, not only from uh, Devin Walker, but Preston Walker, also a very good runner. Uh, You know, you'd normally see that yardage much higher, uh, but when things are working as well as they were through the air um, for Preston Walker, you know, it's, it's hard to shy away from that. He was extremely accurate in the first half, uh, and he found all his open man's uh, open men very well. Um, Overton, on the flip side of things, had had some open men, but uh, you know, with with the weather conditions, the weather factor, it, it, it's always it always plays into effect. And I think that factored in more to Overton than it did to Elm Creek. Well, for Elm Creek uh, through the air. Uh, Preston Walker in the first half was 3 of 3 for 78 yards and a touchdown in the second half. He was 7 of 11, uh, no interceptions, no touchdowns, and 63 yards. So for the game, Walker was 10 out of 14, a touchdown, and 141 yards. And then Karsten McCarter ran that fake punt on a 13-yard completion. So 154 through the air, 115 on the ground, 269 yards of total offense, 17 first downs for Elm Creek. But that's 80 yards, basically, less than what Overton has. And if you joined us late, we'll tell you why. Three punts for an average of 33 yards, three penalties for 45 yards on Elm Creek as they win it this afternoon by a score of 44-28. to Let's take a look at the scoring summary brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Elm Creek won the toss and deferred this afternoon. Uh, the team's... Uh, then exchanged 
pleasantries. There was a punt, and Overton stopped on fourth down at the Elm Creek 22. And then on the second possession for Overton, their punt was returned 60 yards by Preston Walker. 4-10 to go in the first quarter. The two-point run was no good. 6 to nothing. The teams exchanged fumbles. And uh, Keith Martin got a big fumble recovery for the Eagles at the Overton 15. They turned that into a 65-yard touchdown drive, capped by a quarterback sneak by Braden Kaiser. 9:04 to go, second quarter. The extra point kick was actually blocked, and we were tied at six. But two plays later, after a decent kick return, it was Preston Walker hooking up with Austin Geis on a 51-yard touchdown pass. They also hooked up on the two-point conversion. 8:15 to go in the half. It's 14 to six. Hans Robbins completes a 66-yard drive with his first touchdown, a one-yard run. Preston Walker ran it in for two, 22-6, 2.14 to go. And Overton kind of down two scores. It had been back and forth. We've got a game. They're moving the football. They're thinking, okay, we score. We make it a one-possession game. Elm Creek gets the ball to start the third quarter. Well, they move it down and end up on fourth and 10 at the 16-yard line. And Elm Creek brought the blitz, and it forced an errant throw. And Devin Walker had a 70-yard interception return with 29 seconds to go, and that made it 30-6 to at the half. Uh, Overton was able to stop Elm Creek on the opening possession of uh, the third quarter, but it took until the 255 mark when uh, Robbins uh, and then they couldn't score. And then Robbins with his second touchdown made it 38-6 to with 2.55 to go in the third quarter. And it didn't take long then for Overton to answer. Uh, they had a return all the way to the 31-yard line at Elm Creek by Lobby. And Caleb Moore took it in from 14 yards out. Minute eight to go in the third. It's 38-14. A fake punt the next time that Overton had it was not converted. And that was really kind of... Spelling the end of it, they did hook up on a 31-yard touchdown pass from Kaiser to Smith to complete a 63-yard drive, 7.41 to go, 38-20. to Devin Walker then took it in from 8 yards out to make it 44-20, Elm Creek. And then with 38 seconds left, Lobby took it in from 7 yards, 44-28, your final here today. And uh, your scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. And we'll wrap things up from Elm Creek right after this. Fall sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460, 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. Along with a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you know we have your team covered. All of this at PlatteRiverPreps.com. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Well, again, we want to say a big thank you to Athletic Director uh, Corey Spatansky here at Elm Creek and to uh, all the fine folks, the coaches for their hospitality, the sponsors for allowing us to be here for afternoon football. And, uh, of course, we get to see a couple of games instead of just one, uh, Ryan Dahlgren. But, again, our football game here this afternoon, uh, Overton uh, gave Elm Creek all they wanted. It was just big plays early by Elm Creek, and Overton was playing catch-up, and they're not a catch-up type of ball club. They still ran the ball well, but you, it's hard to be patient when you're down 30-6. to six. 
Yeah, Overton, more of a team that likes to set up some methodical drives and really get things going, work work things well. And so it's great when you're up, uh, but when you're not up, it's really hard to get things going. Uh, and, you know, they always say quality over quantity, and uh, that was the case here tonight. El- or, excuse me, Elm Creek, um, you know, they didn't get a bunch of yards, but they got the yards they needed, and they also got the big plays that they needed. Well, uh, before we leave you, let's give you a couple of the other scores. Kennesaw was taking care of McCool Junction. They're going to win that ball game. It was 53 to nothing at last check. The big game in D2, Bruning Davenport, Shickley 23, Fall City Sacred Heart 14. Elwood rolls Red Cloud 77 to 7, and Walt Hill was up on Heartland Lutheran 54 to 14. On ESPN 1460 tonight, it is Kearney Catholic at Minden, ESPN 1550, Sandy Creek at Hastings St. Cecilia, Adams Central at Boone Central, Newman Grove, and Albion on 1230 a.m. KHAS, and it'll be given at Wood River on Classic Hits 98.9, and I'll have that call for you at 7 o'clock. Ryan's going to slide down uh, to uh, Minden, and uh, we're looking forward to some more good football. And, of course, the Luplatt Conference Volleyball Tournament is Tuesday and Thursday. Of course, the opening round games are on Monday, but we will have the semifinals and finals from Gibbon coming your way. And the Fort Kearney Conference Volleyball Tournament is also this week. Uh, Elm Creek, the seven seed, will play Wilcox Hildreth Monday in Pleasanton at five. If they win, then they take on the two seed Pleasanton for Overton. They're the number one seed. They are hosting three games on Monday. Overton will play the Loomis Eustis Farnham winner at seven. Elwood and Amherst play there. Axtell and SEM play at Pleasanton. So, uh, Ryan, good luck south. I'm going to head east, man. Absolutely. All right, folks, don't forget also Storm Hockey begins tonight on the Breeze 94.5 at Omaha at 7.05. For our producer engineer, Stacey Johns, Merritt Lawson, and Ryan Dahlgren, I'm Doug Duda saying thanks for listening. The final score, Elm Creek 44, Overton 28. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.